Hi, welcome to our podcast. Bing, bang, bong. Ding, ding, ding dong. Sing, sing, song. UK, hun. <laughs> oh, Joe Black. It was just the... <laughs> yeah. I love H&M. RuPaul doesn't. Oh, girl. I can't imagine. Standing on that stage. And listening to that. And then Joe Black was still just like... Okay. <laughs> like, not like upset or anything yeah if rupaul yelled at me i would sob. i'd be in tears i would cry especially like do you remember on season seven whenever she like went on her rampage was like i don't want to hear any goddamn excuses make it work yeah yeah uh i would have shit my pants and i think katya did because <laughs> she was in that group Ugh. well i think katya just shits her pants all the time i don't think that's that's valid there's no like leading up to events she just likes to just shit yeah. Her pants. All day. Just every for day. For fun. Did, is season six uh, coming back? When is it coming back? Uh, uh. I don't know, actually. <sighs> well, this is Have great, you seen them all? Great conversation. What yeah, do you I know. Seen them all. All the uh. I think so. Uh! I don't remember them as much as you do. I quote them daily. I know. <laughs> I'm sick. Well, we knew that already. I'm psychotic. I just vomited in the toilet and then can't flush it. Yeah, I know. That's how sick I was. I know. In the top. In the... <laughs> hey, then you could flush it. It just wouldn't be clean afterwards. <laughs> well, no, I feel like that would break the toilet. There's <laughs> a lot of blockages in this. Well, we're putting basically almost straight up dirt in the toilet right now. Rain wa- dirty rainwater. I'm, is there physical dirt in it? Well, yeah, kind of. Thank God you guys leave the tops off of your trash can. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's not what happened. What are you confused what happened? about? <laughs> whenever everything was, whenever it started raining on what was that Wednesday, we set out a bunch of things like trash cans and uh, containers and whatnot, and then put a bunch of buckets underneath the the um, gutters. Eaves. Yeah, the gutters to to pour into the bigger bucket, the trash cans. And that there's dirt in your rainwater. <laughs> Rainwater is not just like pure water falling from the sky. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It, there's microbes and things in it, but it doesn't have actual dirt. Do you know how rain is formed? Yes. They have to form around dirt particles. No. Yes, they do. No. That's how the little ice forms up in the clouds, and then it falls, and then it melts as it's falling. Are you a meteorologist? Uh, I'm no, not taking but... advice from you. Okay. <laughs> I'm a scientist. Cheers, bits of science. <laughs> and Cheers to. Why was I gonna say something and then I was immediately in my head like, here I feel this. <laughs> Stupid. So go back to singing, sing, sang, song, ding, dang, dong. Sing, sang, song. <laughs> um, God, it's so awful, and it, I hate it so much, but I can't, can't stop, stop singing it. Yeah. Uh, the n- night that I watched it here with at y'all's place, um, what was that last Friday? <laughs> uh, before things got fucking wild. Um, I could not stop singing it this entire week uh, when me and Savannah Even and Aaron dark. were frozen in here. Ding, ding, Shivering in my ski pants inside my house. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but yeah, uh, I kept on singing it and Savannah hadn't seen Drag Race UK. Who are you? Who are you, people? There's a man outside. He's just walking. He looks a little hunchback. He's stopped. Uh, 
He heard me. He heard me. I'm sorry. He's continuing. Okay, go. Go, 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 go. Um, so I kept on singing the song, and Savannah was like, what the fuck are you singing? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of this house. Get out of this house. <laughs> go freeze outside. It was probably just as warm outside as it was in your Inside house. our house. Yeah, it got down to, I think uh, the lowest I saw upstairs was 42 for the little thing. But the Ours turned off. I have no idea how close. Oh that yeah, that's valid. Um, the one inside the um, on the second floor is just like the little little needle thing. It only goes down to four, fifty-five, and it was just like sitting at fifty-five. What do you so, mean needle thing? Like you can set the temperature on the side by like raising the like old-fashioned. Yeah, I thought that house was built in like the two thousand two thousand nine. And they still had those? Yeah. So they have the up and down arrow one upstairs, but there's the little box where it has like the little lever on the side on the second floor. Huh. Yeah. I was like, why do you have- You mean on the third floor? Second floor. What? You said they were both on the second floor. No. The, the arrow one is on the third floor. Oh. Upstairs. Mm-hmm. Second floor is our main living room. So Did I... you guys spend all of your time upstairs on the third floor? No. That would have been the warmest part of the house. It would have been, but also I'm not going to let them all just sleep in my bed. Why didn't she go in her room? I did at one point. I was just wasted drunk when I did. <laughs> and she recorded me and sent it oh. to a lot of people. <laughs> oh, oh. Did you all sleep in the same bed? No. You should have. We should have. That would have been warm. For warmth. Mm-hmm. Um, we, most of the nights we had power during the night. So, sometimes. Or it was only like for four hours. Like, we had power one night. It came on, like, 11 and then went off at, like, 2. So it, like, warmed our house a little bit but then, like, didn't stay warm. Um, and I remember waking up that next morning and I had my blanket over my head and as if I was a sleeping bag. And my blanket apparently does not have, like, big enough holes to, like, really do good air circulation or anything like that. So I would, like, lift the cover just a little bit and just be like – and then close it mm-hmm. <laughs> to stay warm. <laughs> I don't know. Thomas sleeps with a full-on pillow on his head. That's crazy to me. I'm like, you don't drown. You don't drown in your fabric. <laughs> How are you breathing? Me, and when I want to sleep and it's light out, I have to like make like a little tent with just like a little breathing hole. Yep. Like, just like swirl it around your face and just like like a straw, like breathing out. Well, no, I'll sleep on a pillow and then I'll put two pillows behind it and then tuck it under the pillow <laughs> and then just do like a little flap. Just a little flap. Just okay that's basically what i was doing underneath my comforter i would like have the full full comforter is just like a big sleeping bag over my head and then i would just like lift up this little corner whenever i was like okay it's getting a little hard to breathe in here and like wake myself up because i was heavy breathing and then i just like open up the side and be like and then just like steam coming out from under exactly (laughs) that's how hot it was and then bailey oh my god bailey was so cute because she normally doesn't like love cuddles but she was definitely cold too and she was like uh yeah we're gonna have to cuddle sir um so she kept on like laying trying to lay between my legs which kept me warm honestly this Um, dog was like uh i'm gonna go downstairs I don't, don't need anything. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all good? Yeah, everything fine? I'm going to go see if there's any cats in the backyard. <laughs> I'm going to stand as close to the window and put my entire nose on it. <sighs> Ooh, there's a cat there. Uh, yeah. He's, I was like, Thomas was like, he's cold. He's really cold, babe. And I was like, this dog does not give a fuck. He does not give any fucks, and he's just going to stay cold. That was like Daisy. Daisy was just cold. 
And she just I kept, don't even think he was cold. She just kept like, going back downstairs, and I was like, you can be upstairs where it's warmer, but if you don't want to be, I'm not going to force you to be. I'm not going to touch you. Yeah. Uh, last time I got anywhere near you, you almost bit my face off, so fuck you. Fuck you, dog. Anyways, welcome to our Ruby podcast. We've made it. Yeah. Yay. Woo. Wait, wait, like, let's talk about guys stuff. Welcome to our Ruby podcast. Our Ruby podcast. Woo. I don't like the major <laughs> that. I'm like, can you guys either humor Thomas or tell him to stop? <laughs> either tell him don't get excited about it or <laughs> do something. Uh, yeah, let's. Because the. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a fucking deflating air mattress. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did it last night, too, so. Well, oh, no, I... my shoe is untied. Well, you join him, at least, so he doesn't have to just do it by himself. Because <laughs> Kendall's just like, Kendall's no. Like, Are you done? <laughs> you, you done celebrating this uh, <laughs> podcast or nah? Or nah. Or nah. Um... How did I get on that? Oh, uh, we're on our Ruby podcast, and um, we. That's how you check if they're dry. Oh, okay. Um, we are recording a little late, uh, just because we there was just like this there was just like this little like weird this little thing that just kind of happened here in Houston. Yeah, it was a little cold. Just a little cold. Just just like a little bit nipply. Eyes are the nipples to the face. Mm-hmm. Nipples. I, um... Tom, well, Thomas was forcing me to wear more jackets than I would have because it didn't bother me as much as it did him, I think. Because, uh-huh. I don't know, lately he's been, like, when we first started dating, he was like, I love the cold, 68 degrees in the apartment all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, it's chilly in here. It's like 73 degrees. Uh, okay, girl. <laughs> and I'm like, um. Is it though? Yeah, I would prefer if it were colder. I'm sweating. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And especially when I'm cooking in yeah. the kitchen, just burning the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, on one night, we had uh, spaghetti, and uh, I had to go outside. <laughs> well, it was fucking 19 degrees out, because it was so hot. I was I sweating. Need, need to cool off. And I was like, I'll be, I'll be back in a minute. It'll be a quick minute. Was it uh, this week? Yes. Excuse me. You guys had power to, I guess at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Had, we had yeah. power till Tuesday. That's true. Valid, valid, valid. Yeah. <laughs> the loveliest thing of our- Get new, away from my car. New people coming. Um, we were reading their bedtime story and then the lights went out. Oh, in the middle of <laughs> On it? On the last page. Just, well, you don't know how it ends. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm going to tell you to, because it was the ugly duckling. So I, was oh, like, yeah. I know how it ends. But I'm going to tell you to the best of my ability. Uh, it's going like, to be close, but not exactly the same. It was a swan the whole time, and everybody loved them. The end. The end. <laughs> I know I just said that the woman kicked him out of his house and beat the swan for being ugly. But we're just going to polish this off with a two-sentence finisher. And then all of a sudden, everyone loved the swan because swans are gorgeous. So The end. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> Love enjoy, you. Enjoy this uh, frosty inside that's going to happen soon. Well, they were in the warmest room. Our closet was sweltering. Really? Yes. Because for some reason, we, we got the air conditioning guy to come back out because it's wonky. Ours is wonky too, but I'll tell it after you tell yours. So down here, it was like 
57 degrees. Upstairs, 70. Mm. Well, heat rises. Yeah, but not that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then in our closet, I could not tell you because there was no thermometer, but a baby, 80 degrees. But the water heater's down here, right? That's not up in your yeah, closet. Yeah, no, it's right here. And that goes to the entire house, right? Mm-hmm. But the water heater, I don't think, does anything with the air conditioner. I think it's no, a gas I just up would, like, If it was close to a wall or something like no. that being warm. Hot. That's weird. Hot. That's weird. Maybe just no air circulation, so whenever... No, I think it's just the, the room that's directly underneath the air conditioner. It's the first room to get serviced. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, ours is like that, too. And it was kind of going off of what you were saying about uh, being hot in the kitchen. I'm always melting in the kitchen. but I'm sweltering. Just like, And we keep our AC rather low. I try to keep it around 70. Um, like, that's low-ish um, for a big house. Um, and uh, we have – there's two vents. So you know how there's, like, that island thing in the middle and, like, that's where I, I cook at? So there's two vents on either side here, and they're both pointing this direction. But I can almost feel no airflow coming to the kitchen ever whenever the AC is on. And so then I'll, like, walk from in the same room because that's the living room and the, the kitchen and dining area all in the same second floor. I'll walk from the kitchen over into the living room, and it's, like, a change of 10 degrees, like, whenever I'm cooking in the kitchen. It's wild. Well, when we have the heat – uh, same thing was happening where there's the kitchen was freezing cold, even though there's still those two vents, the living room was warmer, but then the vent in the little bathroom, um, the second floor bathroom, the half bath that's there, uh-huh. hot, 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 like boiling hot. So I would like go in there. It's like, whoo, it's a sauna in here. Like yeah. what the fuck? And then my bedroom upstairs is the same way with like, I, we can't set the heat higher than 66, 67 ish, um, upstairs because my room with my door shut will turn into a sauna. And so like, I'll wake up just like massively sweating because Savannah gets cold and she turns up the the heater in hers. So I guess the heat doesn't blow well into her room and it's just going hardcore into my room. So then I'm like boiling hot melting uh, and she's chilly. She's cold. And so it, it it's irritating. But it did help me in this aspect because I whenever the heat would happen during the nighttime – uh, I would make sure to keep my door closed during the day. So then I would be freezing cold and I'd go in my room and I'd be like, oh, it's warm in here still. <laughs> and you'd be like, Savannah, you can't come you in can't here. You can't come in my room. I just didn't tell her. <laughs> you bitch. Now she knows. Now she knows. Uh, well, she'll know in four months. <laughs> yeah. Whenever she finally gets to, to, oh, I guess I'll catch up on all the podcasts. Because <laughs> I always tell her, like, oh, yeah, we talked about you on the podcast. She's like, what'd you say? And I'm like, you have to listen to find out. She never finds out. But then she'll randomly text me, like, months later and be like, you bitch. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you said this in the podcast. Like, that was a long time ago, honey. That was five years ago. Hey, anyone listening, if you're my friend, uh, y- you sign up for this. <laughs> This is what you get. You get you get caught on the podcast. You tell me personal stories. I'm probably going to share them. Uh, and I will. If he's told you something or if you've told him something, I know everything. <laughs> I'm so rich. <laughs> Expensive. <laughs> Anyways, we should talk about roofie stuff because it's 15 minutes. In. Oh, okay. Wow. Time flew at that one. How? Flew. 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 And I have three pages. Oh. Ooh. You had some feelings on this episode, didn't you? I had my opinions. My opinions. Uh, Okay. Well, before we get started, I do want to thank our sponsor, Big Big Buzz. Buzz. 
So a recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have had uh, considered the effects uh, that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15! Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all kill all kills profits to shelters. No, <gasps> all donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. Do you need your dog bones ASAP? Uh, woof. Um, you can always pop down to Man Ready Mercantile in <laughs> nothing. Blow up the cam. <laughs> well, I can't mess up my nails. <laughs> you can pop on down to Man Ready Mercantile in uh, Houston Heights or in on South Congress Street in Austin. We also love supporting small businesses, so support Bake Bones and also support Man Ready Mercantile. It's open now. It is. Because it's not cold anymore. Yeah, we actually have power and, and water. They may not have water, but I don't think you need water to open that kind of a business. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So support small businesses. Get your baked bones um, because they love our podcast and we love them. So we appreciate hey, that. Hey, baked bones. Well, love you. Well. Oh, ready? Baked bones. Ooh, that whistle tone though, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about a whistle uh, like um uh, RuPaul's Drag Race RuPaul's yeah, Drag Race your whistle baby whistle baby so about the small businesses or businesses without having businesses uh, having water uh, we have not gone to H-E-B to get food and we also haven't cleaned out our fridge yet because we don't have water because I can't wash any of the don't things open that fridge. Cool. It, it smells like fart every single time someone opens the fridge and I'm like Aaron you know there's no food in there stop opening the fridge there's no food in there nothing that you can eat everything is rotten don't eat it um, I, every single time I open it I'm just like who the fuck blew a massive fart and then like I because I, I don't realize that Aaron is open and Savannah's like Aaron opened the fridge I'm like girl um why? 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 <laughs> what are you putting in the fridge? You don't need to put anything in there. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I'm supposed to go to HB tomorrow, maybe, but I don't know what to do. I've been – it's okay, but I also went near my parents' house. Mm, out in the near, suburbs. Yeah, so it was just like people were like, oh, we got to get little Johnny to mm, – guitar practice. <laughs> and so it, it, we need uh, cucumbers for snacks. And so everybody was like, there's no produce. There's no produce. There's plenty of produce. Okay. Here, no produce. Yeah. And I'm like, we live in the city. This is millions of people. Well, we tried, to, we tried to go on Tuesday. Um, and that the HEB, we went to the HEB in uh, Montrose. What? Oh, no. No, we didn't. That one, that one was out of power at the time. 
because it's down the street from us. So whenever we didn't have power, they didn't have power. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we only had power during the night. So they didn't have power. So we weren't open overnight. Surprise. (laughs) Not 11 o'clock at night. Um, So we went to the one on West Alabama and that one. So uh, have you been to the one on West Alabama? Or you used to. Oh, yeah. That's one I used so, to go to. So, you know how they, like, they have the main doors and there's, like, the side doors that go to the produce? That was the only door that you could go into. They had a line that went from there around the front of the store. So, like, where the main doors are. Around the shipping side on that side. And then down the street on West Alabama Street. So, around three sides of this massive store. That's how long the line was. And so, somehow we got a parking spot right when we got into the parking lot. I don't know how. Wow. Uh, because I assume everyone who lived around there just, like, walked, walked there. Um, well, there's, like, a huge apartment complex across the street. Yeah. Uh, so, I was, like, because we got out of the car and, like, started to walk that direction. And we saw the line. And I was, like, um, how much do we need food here? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't go there. <laughs> but we yeah. went to Fiesta. Fiesta ended up, like, having – they had lots of water and – Going to my well, so while we were here, um, our saving grace was that uh, Thomas's mom gets really bored, uh-huh. and so they were like, "We're gonna go to, we're gonna go to a store." <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> and I was like, "Are you sure?" And they were like, "Yeah, we want to get snacks." I was like, "Okay." Okay. <laughs> they waited in line for two and a half hours at a Walmart. Yeah, we waited in line for five guys for an hour and a half. And I, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah. I was just like here. And I was like, mm, we have power, whatever. Yeah. We just Girls, you want to watch Miraculous? We just didn't have any food. <gasps> the Boofy's home. Oh, he's back. We didn't get the robot. We should have been finished yet. <laughs> we haven't even started. No. <laughs> Shit. We can pause it right now. Yeah, let's And see what we want to do. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Bimity Bamboo Lash. Let's get through this. Yes, let's do it. Bing, bang, bong. Ding, ding, dong. Okay. Six, six, song. UK, hon. So you ready to go into the workroom, girl? Yes, walk into the workroom. We're not on UK's Drag Race. We're just doing <laughs> Drag Race uh, season 13. Season 14. 13. Uh, yeah, we're back in the workroom after Candy has sent Miss Tamisha Amon home. That's not correct. Which episode did you do? Lala. Lala just went home. You did the wrong episode. We haven't reviewed this episode yet. Yes, we have. No, we didn't. Yes, we have. No, we didn't. The last one that we did was Joey J being eliminated. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not. Wait, did we record all that? No. Oh, okay. I just started right now. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I did that. I did that. That's okay. what I did. Anyways, so this is a good catch up then. There we go. <laughs> we can do both episodes if you want to. Sure. Well, I guess we should start with yours. We're, we're letting you know that we're doing both episodes, uh, episode seven and episode eight at this point. Because a bitch does not, a bitch <laughs> does not take good notes. <laughs> okay. Oh, she's <laughs> just stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> well, we walked back into the workroom after, and so I don't have notes for the next episode, so I'll have to pull up the um, uh, pictures from the most recent episode. Yeah, so I'll pull do that up, Yeah, pull up now. your pictures for uh, episode seven. That was the bead, beat it look. Um, so we're back in the workroom after Candy just sent Tamisha home, uh, and she goes into this little thing that she's like, I just, I thought that I would just, like, feel really good after sending Tamisha home, especially, you know, like, after her whole fight with Untucked and all that shit. Uh, she's like, but now I just feel guilty. And it's like, girl, you don't get your redemption now. You don't. shut the fuck up. You don't, you don't get your fucking redemption. Like, does not. I. Are they in a room? Yeah, they're in a room. Okay. 
and you guys were cursing yesterday and I didn't hear so okay good um so you don't get your your little sad girl bitch redemption here like you don't get to you know pull up and say that this is you literally made the entire show about you and your drama so you don't get to just like pull this act like oh I feel so bad for sending Tamisha home no that's not how that works okay um excuse me Olivia's all happy because she breaks her safe streak um even though she's go oh that's that was a challenge she won uh the disco challenge um but didn't she win a challenge previously no, she's she only won, won her one. Lip sync. Yeah, she won her lip sync. Uh, but so I guess she's been safe all the other times. Yeah. Um, so she, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for her. Uh, but Denali uh was not pleased with her, uh, winning because she thought that she should have won the disco challenge. Especially, I love that arachnid look that she had. The 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 black widow look that she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told we I told her that I was gooped by that last week. Um, or last time we were here. <laughs> um. So I, I thought Denali should have been hired. So Denali is upset because she already complained about having her safe streak and not getting anywhere, essentially, uh, which she complains about more in this episode. Um, and then Elliot is like, she's she thinks the, the girlies are just like not feeling her and like not bonding with her well because uh, she knows that she's awkward and she's sad about it. And she's just like, well, I'm just – she sounded almost like Nina Bonita Brown in season nine where she's like, well, I'm just going to keep doing me, you know, whatever. And it's like – Who was this? Elliot? Elliot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, girl – They really are doing it too, They're Elliot. They're giving – but the, the queens are not being nice to Elliot. No. Um, so then New Day in the workroom and RuPaul does a library challenge. We love the library challenge. The library is open. The library is open. Um, just a few notable ones that I really liked. Uh, Rosé, whenever she said, Candy. You've eaten tons of it. And the way that yeah. she just, like, delivered that comedy, I was like, I want to go see one of Rosé's shows in New York because I feel like she's an amazing hostess uh, or MC, and I think that I would just love to see her in action. Um, I don't know how I, I would enjoy a, a, a Rosé show because a lot of it seems so forced. It Well, Rosé is definitely one of those drag queens because, you know, some drag queens, like, are basically the – the like for example dixie the like whenever i'm dixie it's my personality but like bigger if like without uh as much thinking about like what i'm fatter. saying fat fatter uh f- just thick ass <laughs> 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 massive pads uh no but what i'm saying is like it's basically just chris but with a bigger personality but then you have drag queens like Vindela crim where Vindela Vindela crim the drag queen is much different than uh you know Vindela crim out of drag um, so the, the, you can have different characters. And I think that Rosé is more, more of a bigger character as Rosé and drag. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know that. The, so I, I could say forced slash almost fake. Yeah. In a way. It feels really fake. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Gottmik was really good just because Gottmik was very also quick witted on like responses when she was like, look at those shoulders. You know, you could be on a football team. And he's like, oh, I'm a tight end. She's like, not what I've heard. Uh, that was that, that's that little stick, you know, we need. slapstick funny that is just, you know, quick witted and, and funny. I really like that. Um, Candy, I don't think was funny, but and I'm not saying this just because it's candy hate. Um, at least I'm not trying to make it just because I hate candy. Ah! Um <laughs> I just, nobody hates candy. Nobody hates we all hate candy. Nobody, nobody hates, hates candy. candy. Um, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like her, the jokes that she made, I don't remember the jokes that she actually made, but they just like weren't funny. And so it was like, okay, are the people like Tina and Gottmik who are the mean girls laughing just because uh, they're it's her, their friend? It's their friend. Yeah, that's all I got from it. Um, and then also the the 
Ellie, they made Elliot flop in this edit so hard. Her jokes weren't that they were they were mean ish, but they weren't. I mean, they weren't great, but they weren't horrific. They weren't anything outside of what I've heard a number of queens say to each other. So, like, why is this? Uh, I also don't think that Elliot is that mean. I don't think so either. So then the fact that they just like didn't show the edit didn't show anyone laughing at her joke or jokes made it sad. It made it sad. So I don't know if no one really was laughing at her jokes, uh, which is a possibility because she said she didn't feel close to any of these queens. So then it makes me question is like, did they not laugh at her jokes because they think she's just being mean because she's not friends with them? Because I'm not going to lie. If someone walked into like a roast of Chris White and started talking about my weight and calling me ugly, I'd be like, bitch, who the fuck are you? But see, someone like you walking in and calling me ugly and making fun of my weight, I laugh at your it's jokes. Hilarious. It's hilarious. But like if some other random person that I don't know is doing this or someone that I don't really consider my friend. Just seems mean. It's mean. Exactly. So I can see that if that was what the edit was tr- kind of trying to go for there. Uh, but damn, they, they left her on just like to fall Hate. flat on her face. I thought her jokes were funnier than Candy's. But that just might be me. Um, yeah, Candy was just like. She mean. was just she was just loud and stupid. Yeah. That's all it was. They didn't make any sense. The jokes didn't make any sense. And that I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of like Alyssa Edwards isms in a way. Because Alyssa Edwards makes no sense most of the time. And everyone just laughs at what she says because she's like beast. beast. Like, what does that mean? What does it mean to be you're calling me a beast, but the way that you say it and the way that you deliver it you is know, hilarious. Now that I think about it, it's just that Alyssa wasn't trying to be mean to anybody. <laughs> she was just like She's just being I'm just stupid. Exactly. Uh but somehow she won the challenge that was the comedy in All Stars 2, so... I mean, because that's really the the highest point of a read and being shady to each other is we're all going to be friends after this. Yeah. You're not mad at me. I'm just being stupid. And yeah. Well, I mean, that was like the, the roast of Chris White whenever we did that in 2019. We all had good fun, and I wrote a list of jokes about you, and people read me. Yeah, but all yours were wrong, because uh, I'm none of those things. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, so I roasted the entire crowd, and normally the the uh, person who's being roasted does them at the end, but I wanted to get everyone's juices flowing first, so I started creatively um, making fun of all of you guys first. And that was so much fun, because it was like taking things that are true and teasing you for them in front of a crowd. But walking out of there, I don't think anyone was mad at me. I'm still friends with everyone who was in that house. I'm a little mad. Uh, you started a podcast with me after that, so actually that was... That was when we started the podcast. Yeah, it was, I'm still really angry. That and was around the same time that uh, someone told you to just fire me. <laughs> Ooh! What a good idea that Almost two years later, and <laughs> I'm still here, bitch. LOL. <laughs> oh, well. um, what yeah. a ray of sunshine they are. What a <laughs> ray of positivity. Um, so then... We find out from RuPaul about our maxi challenge, um, and we are going to be going to the Bossy Rossi After Dark, the reboot. Bossy Rossi. Yeah. So Bossy Rossi was uh, season 10 with uh, Ms. Cracker. Ms. Cracker and the Pickle. Um, yeah. So that was when Bossy Rossi started, so we're redoing it, uh, but we're doing it coronavirus uh, uh, friendly. Style. Yeah. Coronavirus style instead. Um so we get the groups that are uh, automatically assigned to us by RuPaul. So she assigns Rosé, Denali, and LaLaurie as... Uh, you mean LaLaurie? LaLaurie. As I didn't know I was pregnant with my imaginative, uh, imaginary boyfriend. Friends. Imaginary boyfriend's baby. Yeah. Um, then we have Utica, Olivia, and Gottmik doing a mimology. 
Um, Mimiology. Mimiology. And then we have Simone and Candy, something about best friends. Uh, and then Tina and Elliot. And Tina is not happy to be with Elliot. <laughs> but also, Tina has been so shady to Elliot since the beginning. Tina's a bitch. She's a bitch. Uh, since the beginning. And uh, she, so she's like, uh, I'm not excited about this. Then she was like, I'm just going to run her over if she, you know, tries to slow down and gets in my way. Which, that's the challenge, girl. It really is. Is you, you, you are trying to stick out. And I mean, we have had a couple of instances where people have gotten red for being way too over the top that have just like mowed over everyone else who was trying. Uh, so it really comes down to like a, can you shine but without just like fucking taking over kind of thing. Um, so we'll see how that works out. So as they're practicing, uh, Candy decides that she wants to try and take Michelle's uh, challenge to her to just not be giving us Banshee, you know, loud, girl. loud, loud ghetto kind of thing um, that she tries to, to portray um, and give us more range instead. Uh, and so when she's practicing, I'm just like, this is a choice. Exactly. And Simone was also like that. Simone even was like, uh, girl. But it's specifically because it's Bossy Rossi, which is Maury. Mm-hmm. It's Maury. It's full on Maury. Like, I'm going to be subdued and demure during this challenge. Exactly. The only challenge that you don't want to do it. And that's exactly what Simone says in the, the uh, um, confessionals. She's like, girl, this is the challenge that you need your big personality for. Like, what is you doing? Like, the thing is, you don't need to be you know the banshee you know crazy girl you can be a different personality and still be loud and over the top but you have to learn how to create those different personalities just being quiet and subdued is not a different personality so i don't know what she's not getting about that but whatever um so Denali's excited and she wants to step up and redeem herself since uh, she was put in the bottom for her acting challenge previously. Uh, and she's excited because she's with Rosé and she's like, Rosé's good at this. And I know that I'm going to be able to use that to try and riff off of um, Rosé a lot. So, Yeah, um, I'm not sure where to put my thoughts on this one, so keep going. Okay. Uh, so I then, my thoughts will belong when we express about uh, the actual performances. Okay. Uh, so then Utica is saying that she has a ton of improv experience and that she's at an impasse with Olivia about the mime role. She wanted the mime role as well because we all know Utica makes a lot of goofy faces. And I think that Utica would have done amazing as a mime role. I think uh, so too. But then Olivia is such a shady bitch. Like sly shady. Like like secret shady. I'm a nice shady. Exactly. And she was like, well, you're really good at improv because you talked about all your experience. So you should be able to do both these roles so well. I just think that like... I really need to show this for me, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're a shady little bitch. You're a shady little bitch. You're coming off of a win already mm -hmm. trying to step into this role that you know that you're going to just Kill. fucking destroy. Um, and even Tina's suspicious about it. She's like, Olivia, I see you. You're a big old diva somewhere in there. Um, and you're just pretending to be nice. Uh, so then we get to the show. <clears throat> Excuse me, the performances. So we uh, have Rosé and Denali and Lalaurie um, as the, the part of the uh, pregnancy. And I just, I'm not going to lie. This was my favorite scene. Like, hardcore. Really? Yes. What, which one did you like? I like the mime one. I like the mime one, too. But I think this was my favorite scene. It was so funny to me. Uh, Lala and, uh, I'm sorry, not Lala. I was going to say Lala owned it. No. Rosé and Denali just fucking slayed it. Uh, Denali, when she came in. <clears throat> she knew exactly what to do. She was doing 
what someone would do on Maury. Uh, where, you know, Rosé's sitting there in tears and, you know, oh no, this is my baby, you know, whatever. And she comes in like, hey, I'm here. Like, and she's like, I'm gonna sit right here on my boyfriend. Like, uh. twerking on his, twerking on him and stuff like that. It's like, this is exactly what some shady ass bitch on Maury would show up and do whenever they get called out of the stage. So I thought that was perfect. So smart. So hilarious. Uh, and Denali dropped several one-liners that I thought were hilarious. But the one that got me was like, I'm pregnante. Pregnant. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because it just made me realize that she understands. She's seen. She's young like us. That have seen the memes of like the pregnante, pre, pregunta, like you Prangent. know, pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so she understands. That was a pop culture thing that I don't think that any of the judges actually understood. But that was a meme from. It was from Reddit, I believe, or Tumblr, or something like that. Uh, it was uh, a YouTube. It w- <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. There was the YouTube video that showed a bunch of different spellings of pregnant, but the, those were taken from uh, Read it. Fr- from Reddit or Tumblr posts that were basically like stories of people talking about. Am I about, pregnant? I didn't know. Yeah, it was questions like, am I pregnante or, you know, whatever um, on <laughs> those stupid Posts and whatnot. So, and I thought that was Denali was that was the funniest thing. Uh, Lala has a good start by reacting to the light turning on. That cracked me the fuck up when she walks in through the gate and the light turns on. She goes, and like gets down. She's like, Oh, I thought I was in my neighborhood for a second. And she's like, Walks on, and I was like, That is hilarious. (laughs) Lollery, yeah, that was that was the only thing she she did that was funny because is she started here at the top with that funny moment and then it just like fell so hard because she started to talk over rosé because improv is a yes and you wait for someone to finish talking and so rosé started to talk and then uh uh um lala just like stepped on her and just like kept on going it's like okay girl uh and then ross and would ask you her a question over somebody like that you gotta like really go to it but she's <clears> not saying anything. no exactly and then when ross asked her a question and like it was a funny question she was just like like, girl, you can't just leave radio silence on improv like that. So, yeah, that was a huge flop. Um, Gottmik and uh, Gottmik Utica and um, Olivia. I loved this one. I really I liked it. I thought Gottmik was actually really good, too. I didn't understand her role. She was like, uh, like a, a, a psychologist. I mean, I understand that she was like a psychologist, but she was just so bland to me. There was no over-the-top isms or anything. She was. I just love that she kept referring back to the book. She was like, "See, this is a, from a chapter in my book yeah. where I talk about this." I, I thought, thought she was, was funny. funny. I'm not like saying that she did terrible, but she was not a standout in this at all because Olivia stole the fucking show hardcore. Because then Olivia comes in, uh, they they worked really well together off of each other, uh, which I thought was really good. Um, then, uh, yeah, and then Utica comes in. And I thought Utica actually worked well off of them. I understood what Utica was going for the character. Just I like really a, did. a talkative, like, doesn't shut up woman. Well, I mean, we've seen in multiple... The, the thing that came to mind uh, in the, for this role that she was doing was... Um, uh, have you ever seen The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. The last season, whenever she meets her mom, and the mom is oh, just like a ditzy... Okay, well, she's, like, a ditzy uh, mom that didn't actually really care about her daughter and, like, just wants to go to amusement parks all the time and was never looking for her whenever she was in the bunker. Um, and, like, that's w- what all comes to light. It's just, like, it was a mom that was just, like, oh, yeah, my daughter's back. Cool. All right. 
and I'm going to go keep living my life and do whatever. This doesn't change anything. Um, that was, I think, what she was going for in that aspect, but she didn't do very well at it. She was just like – I think the thing – I really think the thing that killed the role entirely was whenever she was like – she just so so loud. Shh, shh, shh. When Olivia wasn't even doing anything, like that one, that part was annoying. Otherwise, I think the rest of what Utica did was not terrible. No. And I really enjoyed that she brought sexy for once. Yes, exactly. She was giving us this funny, sexy valley girl, essentially. Um, or California bimbo, I guess, if you will. Um, a bimbo. A bimbo. So it was kind of a flop there. But um, the, the entire – I think all three of them worked well together. I thought that this as a whole was not complete shit. Uh, so let me go to Candy and Simone. Uh, I hated Candy's character. Yeah, and I hated Candy. Once again, too. I'm not trying to say this because I hate Candy, but what was she even trying to be? She was so nobody bland. Hates candy. Nobody hates Candy. We hate Candy. There, nobody hates never Candy. Never send any hate to anybody online. Exactly. Um, she was just so bland. It like, was just like, yeah. And I, 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 I know what she was like trying to channel Paris Hilton. She, but Paris Hilton is a loud personality still, or not a really. Oh, She's uh, just like ridiculous. Yes. And this so when girl you're, is just like Paris Hilton, but the personality of Vanessa Carlton. I would have to say it was uh, Paris Hilton on like heroin, where she's like, well, here I am. Well, yes, you must have heard in the headlines that I showed my snatch when I shouldn't have. What? What? <laughs> girl. Yeah. It was not good. Uh, if you were trying to be a ditzy, like, blonde girl, it didn't work. Um, and why la- Ross was laughing at the things that she was saying makes no sense. She was like, Ross, you little bitch. And Ross was like, ah, ha, 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 this is so funny. Why are you laughing? It's not funny. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, I hated her performance. I thought I she was hated her terrible. Um, but Simone was iconic. So good. From the entrance where she couldn't get the gate open. So she's like, well, I'm going to step over it and show, show everyone my coochie while I'm doing it. Uh, and then she goes in there and like, little Debbie. She goes, uh, not little Debbie. I'm Deborah now. Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. Um, she blew Candy out of the water in the scene so hard. Uh, everything was about Simone. And I don't understand why this was not talked about more. Yeah. Uh, because she... Slade Candy in this. This was definitely one of those things like who overshadowed who? Simone overshadowed the fuck out of Candy. So there's that. Uh, so then we get to Elliot and Tina. Uh, Tina had a really strong entrance. I thought she was a little over the top, uh, but in these challenges, you do kind of have to be, especially when you have a 600 pound ass. She was just kind of obnoxious though. Yeah. It was, it was a point especially of Especially when you're next. So, I mean, if you're obnoxious and then you have somebody that's high energy, it doesn't seem as obnoxious, but she was obnoxious and mm. Elliot was low energy. Yeah. That- so it was just like piled on top. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Elliot did not give us enough character development. I still thought that the entire scene was funny because the thing that they, they did work off each other very well, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not think that Elliot gave us enough of a character to be funny. And so uh, Tina dragged her along. But Tina made sure to drag her along. It wasn't just like a leave her out in the dust like they did for Lala, where Lala was just goodbye, whatever. <laughs> Good luck with that. You can do your own thing. Tina, because I mean, there was only two in, in this instance. So Tina was like, come on, we're going to do this. And they, you know, made out and all that stuff, uh, which I thought was funny. So that it was still... It was still a funny scene. If I had to rate the scenes, uh, personally, I would say Denali and Rosé and, I guess, Lala uh, as a top. Then the mime right underneath that. Uh, And then Tina and Elliot. And I think that Simone and Candy were down the bottom, even though I love Simone's performance. I would say uh, the 
mine skit was my favorite, mm-hmm. and then Roseanne Denali and Lala, and then uh, Simone and Candy. Okay, and then Ellie and Tina. I'll allow it because I I don't think they were that far off from each other. I just think that the other two were like Lala, uh, Simone Denali, Lala, and then Utica. Uh, oh, got so Mick good. and uh, uh, Olivia. They were far up besides the other two. Um, so. It is what it is. So we get to Elimination Day, uh, and Simone has a moment when she talks about being in her head, um, about the challenge, and comparing herself to the other groups, because she just like kept on pl- replaying that night in her head how the other groups had done so much better in her mind than what she did, because she was like, well, we did a different aspect of comedy than you know the slapstick crazy that they do um, did in the other skits. So she's like, did we not do well? Or did I not do well? She wasn't even. She didn't care about Candy. She was just worried about herself, which is what you have to do in RuPaul's. Simone has the best attitude for the competition, I think. Yeah, because she is very uh, engrossed in what things are happening to her, and not about really anything else. Yeah, she's she's cordial, and she'll she'll weave herself into those topics. But I don't think they have any bearing on where she is yeah. in the competition. I'm just worried that she's putting too much pressure on herself, and it's going she to pull is, yeah. a Gigi Good moment. I don't think she's going to pull a Gigi Good moment because she has more um, outside awareness yeah. than Gigi did. Gigi was just like a, a solid rock. Yeah, she, Gigi had a bit of a violet flair. Yeah, where she was just like, I'm in the competition alone. Yeah, um, but Violet for some reason. RuPaul liked that about her. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I hate she, Violet. She queened her. Crowned her. Um, but now Violet is much better now that she has a fucking personality. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Violet was so young when she was on the, the uh, season. Wasn't she only like 21 or 22? I think she was 22. Yeah. Um, so then Simone talks about how uh, her brother... She, she didn't want to make any mistakes because, uh, personally, because her brother got arrested at a young age as well. So she and she saw how much it destroyed her mom. So she was like, uh, "I don't want to make mistakes ever." That scared me. Um, Hi. I thought someone was falling down the stairs. Um, no, it's the baby. It's Somebody else coming. The booby. Bye, booby. <laughs> um. So it made me worried. Like, okay, Simone, you're you're so worried about messing up, and like RuPaul's Drag Race, you you're allowed to mess up. But don't make it one of those mess ups that sends you home, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so that uh, it it I felt for that because drag for me is I'm a I, everyone always tells me not to call myself a trash queen. I love calling myself a trash queen. I think that I'm a garbage queen, and like it's literally my because like I don't like to make mistakes in my like personal life, like my like who I am as Chris. Except you do all the time. Uh, except exactly, and uh, but I own up to them. With Dixie, it's just like. I don't give a fuck what's happening. Like, I'm just out there, you know, living life and just doing the most and, and just, oh, well, my one of my eyebrows is way higher than the other one. Ah! I, I lost the lash. <laughs> of ripping off my nails in the middle of the shows. Like, I look like human garbage. But that's the part of, like, who Dixie is, and that's fun for me. So then I understood where Simone was coming from. That Like, she allows Simone to be that character that – is allowed to make mistakes. And I'm like, well, then you should allow yourself to make mistakes. Uh, so she is being hard on herself. Um, so then Tina and Elliot have a bonding moment. Uh, Elliot opens up to Tina about uh, not being close with the other queens and about having depression. And then Tina opens up to her about seeing how depression affected her mom and that she would see days that her mom was just 
destroyed by depression and just could not function. Um, and so then they bond about that. And uh, Elliot and Tina both cry. And Tina basically tells – and uh, Elliot's like, well, I don't know what to do. And Tina's like, you need to tell your story and be vulnerable to the other girls. And that will help you um, – to be able to make connection with the other girls. I mean, I appreciate everything that, that Tina did there, but I wouldn't want to hear it from Tina. I know. But also seeing it between Tina and Elliot and seeing um, the amount of hate that Tina did give Elliot since the beginning, uh, I thought this was a good TV moment personally, yeah. um, even though I hate Tina. So <laughs> the, so there's that. Um, so I enjoyed seeing that moment of uh, vulnerability from both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they do a, t- a ridiculous TV moment. They talk about the the most ridiculous TV moments and like, oh, you know, Maury and and uh, Jerry Springer, you know, wild. So then they act it out, and Lala Ree runs across the fucking that was room silly. because her four nine year old kids are not Tina Turner's or Tina Burners. Tina Turner. Tina Turner's. No, no. Uh, and I was like, how the fuck you have four nine year old kids with one person? Also, who's bo- who's boring these children? Bearing, boring, you seen those boring. hips? Yeah, baby. <laughs> she got, she had quadruplets. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really funny. It was a cute moment. So then, category is beat it, beat it. Uh, so first up the stage is Denali. Uh, girl, I will not lie, I gasped. So I have some thoughts. You hate this? No, I like it. And I guess I might be going off of. The episode that I watched. Um, <laughs> she looks like a chandelier. I mm-hmm. love it. Uh, the beads are great. Uh, the wig, just perfect with that. You don't need mm-hmm. anything long. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything big, massive. It's, it's a pussycat wig that works for this. I don't like the way it moved. That's a dress the outfit? That's, yeah. Okay. That's a dress that should be it's standstill. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think overall it's success. Yeah. It's a spoop. When, because when you hear beat it, a lot of people are immediately just like, oh, Mardi Gras, beads, yeah. uh, you know, crazy things like, uh, not anything crazy out of the box thing. So seeing when the queens do something out of the box, uh, especially in this, I love it. Uh, so, um, Look, coming out here looking like a chandelier. It was almost like the Kate, because Katy Perry did this for the Met Gala at one point. Um, it was definitely one of those inspirations, and I loved it. I asked the question, was I gooped? I did gasp at the television. I was not gooped. I loved it. So I'll spoop it, just to be not crazy about it. <laughs> uh, next up the stage is Rosé. This dress reminds me of you remember those like little wax things when you were younger that you like put in the little mold and then you'd put an iron on it and melt them together. Oh, and the then, beads, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what her outfit that's reminds me of. That's what it is. Well, she actually has like real like the big beads on there. Well, yeah, I mean it's the same. It, it's the same, same concept. concept. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I liked it. Um, did I love it? What happened? Uh, did I love it? No, but. Did she look pretty? Yes. So I spooped it. It wasn't mind blowing, but it was a, it was a good, well thought out outfit. Yeah, I I like it. Um, the shape is very interesting. Yeah. Um, not sure about the hair, with the the big bun on top. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes, it does not fit well with the dress. Yeah. I love the makeup though. Yeah. Uh, there's something about that blush that just blends into eyeshadow for yeah. me right now that is just it's doing it to it. Yeah. Um, there's a queen here in Houston that does that, uh, Muffy, 
Vanderbilt the third. Yeah. It's there was um I never watched America's Next Top Model, but uh, one of my friends did, and there was this girl that would put gold like from top of the brow all the way onto the cheek, like a full C around the eye, and I thought it was so pretty. Okay, it was like gold, and it was so pretty, and the the plays off of that I think have just really been doing it for me lately. Mm. So I I love the makeup, um, the dresses, the dress is nice, the hair is so so, but it's a spoop. I think it was sweet as well. Next to the stage is Lollary. Um, she's wearing a Mardi Gras bikini, I think. Uh, this was basic as fuck. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm I'm not just there yet because it's oh, it's video now. Okay. Not pictures anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Ugh. And it, she's wearing the same hair that she wore in another challenge too. It's like just a big poofy hair. I like the way it moves. I do the outfit or the hair. Both. Both. Um, but it's just, it's not really anything. No, it's, especially when you're looking at the other queens who have come out on the stage and you're wearing just beads draped off of a bikini. This is not, this is not it. it's a bodysuit. Well, I mean, yeah, but it, cause they still showed midriff. Yeah. But it, yeah, you've gotten some Mardi Gras beads and you've made an outfit out of them. It's uh-huh. not stunning. It's not, this is uh, definitely like a local yeah, thing. this is a barcode. If I saw it, well, not even barcode. I mean, it, if I saw a queen in Houston do this, I would love it. I'd eat it up and say, look at you, you look stunning. But once again, you're on RuPaul's Drag Race, and is this elevated drag? I don't think so. Step your step your pussy up? Nothing. Oh. Oh. I know that <laughs> won't be listening, but I was going to say step your your kitty. No. Get that kitty and step it up. <laughs> Get your kitty. Uh, next up at the stage is Got Mick. Yes. This was what I was talking about earlier. When you take – you're on RuPaul's Drag Race stage. When you take the challenge and you make it just – Stupid, ridiculous. Stupid, ridiculous, funny, uh, weird, out-of-the-box thinking, I love it. Going with anal beads. She's dressed as a freaking anal bead. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it's a very sixties art, uh, m- mid century modern. Mm-hmm. It's just really like poppy and yeah. fun, and the mono, the fact that it's monochrome. Mm-hmm. She's all she's just all red, kiss. nothing else. So good. She didn't need anything else. She just a red anal bead. Yep, and and like the little things dripping off of her are also anal beads. Like that is just so hilarious, so out of the box. I love it. Spoop. And I love the extra one. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a bracelet. Oh, I didn't see it. There's a bracelet that's a bead, too. Oh, I love that. On one side. So good. Um, I I like the way that it uh, she can move with it. Mm-hmm. I wish that it would have stood up a little bit more. Okay. Because she's holding it like that to keep it, it, keep fl- it in the And it also, it kind of like flopped off her head a little bit. Yeah. And I know it's probably filled with air. It's a, uh, I don't know. It looked very heavy on her head. Yeah, I know. It's probably filled with air, which is not light. Yeah. Is this plain? A little bit. Yep. Um, but an A-line dress? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I loved it. I give it a spoop. Loved it. Uh, next up the stage is Olivia. Olivia Lux. Wearing an identical wig to what Candy wore. And apparently... Na- last week. Yeah. And apparently the, these wigs were not... They, they are two separate wigs. According to Candy Online. Um, no, I can tell they're two separate wigs. I thought they were the same thing. No, I thought that Olivia just took the wig uh, and was like, oh, I'm going to wear this or something like that. Like The um, the the ponytails are thinner on this. Okay. And there's more beads on Olivia's than there was on Candy's. Okay. 
Well, I have to say, girl, this is the second time now that you have worn someone else's outfit who has done it differently than you have, or in Simone, Simone's case, better. Um, but I think this is better. Oh, it's definitely better than candies, yes. But the originality is kind of like disappearing. It is. And it's making me sad, especially to see them like so close to the other ones. Uh, I didn't heart this look, honestly. Mm -mm. No, I wasn't crazy about it. I mean, it's definitely something that reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. I saw a girl that looked like this. Yeah. Um, the and I think it's an out of the out of the box idea for how to use beads, but I think that the the hair, the hair is the statement piece, and the fact that Candy wore it last week makes it much less stunning. Exactly. And I think if we had seen it for the first Just, time this yeah, week, yeah, I would have loved been, the outfit. We'd have been like, yes, exactly. Yes, Mama. I agree with that. Statement. But um, the fact that I've seen it already is kind of just like spoiled it for me yeah i agree that's why i it chose... doesn't look bad it doesn't but the hair is a statement piece and the outfit is just kind of like the afterthought mm -hmm. and and once we figured out that you know the hair we've already seen the hair it's not a statement piece anymore the outfit just doesn't match up it yeah. doesn't bring it, it up doesn't. to the level it needs to be exactly so that's why i gave it a poop i pooped it i will poop it as well I've... okay I, I pooped it. it oh i don't have any notes <laughs> what the fuck um so then we go on to utica Yuktika. I think that she looks gorgeous, but I do have to say I do not understand the story of this outfit. I'm waiting for this to catch up. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, there's beads. There, 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 there are, are tons beads. of beads. And then what she says on the in like the background, she's like, "I'm a wife, jilted bride. Yeah, a bride, and I killed my husbands, and I, you know, I'll do it again. Blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Okay, but I don't get that from any of." what you're wearing who, who ripped your dress yeah like why what why who why what what happened what what happened to you girl what happened to you uh yeah so i didn't understand this uh do i want to understand this yes uh am i going to ever understand it no probably not no. probably not um i think it looks good it when i think of beat it bead the challenge doesn't match to the look correct for me correct uh Oh, I didn't write if I pooped it or spooped it. I'm going to poop it. I think I'm going to have to poop it, too. She looks gorgeous, but I don't get it. So yeah. I, I have to say poop. Uh, next to the stage is Candy Muse. Candy Muse. Um, I did love the hat. However, it hid much of her face. Which but, is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> but I hated. No, well, actually, she looked pretty. I liked her makeup in this. So I was like, girl, you need to show that more of that off. Um... I actually really like this. Oh, I hated it. I I mean, it's very uh, it's very uh, crystal from Dynasty. It's, yeah. it's very like loud and obnoxious eighties. I hated the corset so much, uh, and then I hated the fact that the hat hid much of her face. You know what it reminded me of? Remember whenever Tainomi Banks on Canada's Drag Race wore that hair hat that was like the triangle hat that Ooh, just yeah. covered Ooh. everything? That's exactly what it reminded me of, and I was like. I can't get that out of my mind. I don't like that you can see the hair on the top. I wish it was fabric. Yeah. Um, but I do like the hat. I like also, the hat. why are you wearing a hat? Pasties. Yeah, me neither. Uh, why are you wearing a hat that's made out of hair? She's not. So it's it's a brim that's fabric, but her. It's basically a CD. Yeah. Well, if you look at the, the, the fabric, it should have been flat fabric of some sort. Because there was there's like weird it's lines like, and parts on it. It looks like beads. hair. 
Oh, okay. It's beads. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not crazy about it. And the fur doesn't look expensive, and it's just like she's just naked it looks sloppy it looks it looks like there was too many thoughts in this look and i did not like that about it at all i still i don't know it's a bathing suit that she put a fur on and i thought i liked it until i realized that it's a fur over yeah. top of a bathing suit the hat is amazing i love the hat I, I do like the hat that's what i said i do like the hat um I didn't like the lines down it because I obviously thought it was hair instead. I wish that she would just attach them to the brim and just call it a day. Why you had to have the, the lines going down it made it look sloppier. Uh, but I did love the hat. Hated everything else. I loved her makeup. <laughs> Hated everything else. Uh, so I pooped it. I'm going to spoop it. That's fine. For the hat. I That's love fine. the hat. Uh, next up to the stage is Simone Yeh. Simone Yeh, you darling. Um, I do have to say, once again, she's walking out showing off her body. Her body looks really a good. Theme. But you have not shown us any other look that you have not shown off your body. Nothing's been glamour. There's no, no glamour. It's all sexy. It's I have, yeah. too sexy. I haven't gotten pageant glamour yet. Do I hate this look? Absolutely not. No, I love it. Stunning. I love this look so much. Um, but... You are showing us the same thing. Why are you not showing anything else? I need I need a little bit more versatility. Well, maybe in your, she your doesn't have ones. anything else. Uh, and I'm okay with that if that's what your shtick is. But uh, you're on RuPaul's Drag Race. You're on you RuPaul's Drag Race. You have to show um, a level of versatility that shows you a little you bit got, of difference. You're sexy. You've got uh, you you can entertain a crowd. But are you stunning? Do you can paint walls you? in a hotel apparently because that's apparently a required thing on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Yes. You know, I would win that challenge. Oh, okay. I would not win that challenge. You I'm would not. Yeah. Do you go side to side? Girl, no. You go up, you go and, up down. and down. That's not correct. Who said? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Um, you don't remember that moment? No, I do not. Monet and Monique. Oh. Who said? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus taught us how to paint. Um, yeah, so I spooked it. I thought this look was really good. When she turned around and showed her name in beads, in her, beads, in her, in hair, her hair, uh, that was a I fell moment. off the couch. Uh, and I broke my hip, and I called life alert. Yeah, with your little life alert button. Mm-hmm. Help, I can't get up. I was Colin, like, I can't get up. I've fallen. I'm all, I'm all right, though. I don't really need any help. I just think you should look at this hair, girl. Or and just be like, like, hey, bitch, how you doing? Or, or even like, how cute like, are you? Life alert. Do you have an emergency? I'm like, honey, you've got another thing coming. There's a strong there's storm a, there's coming. There's a big storm coming. <laughs> Whip. I don't need friends. They disappoint me. What What is hers like? <laughs> yeah. uh, Who are these people? I don't know. And why? Why are they the way they are? Uh, so the next up on the stage is Tina Bernherm. Ugly. I don't even need to look at it. I know it's ugly. Uh, I have to say, I actually did like this look. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I am saying it. Let me skip ahead until I can actually see what she looked like. She does a reveal. Oh no, this was fucking ugly. <sighs> and then she rips off the beads on her tits to reveal tits with nipple, nipple pasties. Be- beaded nipple pasties. I, just, I liked it. I can't stand her. Oh my God. She looks like a. A, a, a doll made out of wood and fabric. But she didn't paint her eyes black this time. Yeah, but uh, she didn't paint them any better. <laughs> I know. She didn't do better with the makeup, but she did not paint them black. 
She weird triangles. Yes, we get it. Mardi Gras. Cool. Is the dress stunning? Absolutely not. I liked it. I gave it a spoop. I'm pooping it. It's that's, disgusting. That's I hate fine. I really do not like Tina Burner. I don't like her either, but I don't think she's Bianca Del Rio is apparently a fan. I don't know why. Bianca Del Rio's a clown and what does this look like? Clown. Exactly. <laughs> Full on ass clown. I mean, wait, what? Clown ass. Cl- ass clown ass clown. Um, yeah, I I gave it a spoop. I like the reveals. Um I didn't think it was sh- too shitty. It was much better than an- anything else she's worn in this runway. Uh I will have to say. Um next up the stage is Elliot. Elliot. Uh I love the slapper girl moment. I do too. So if you were going to this is the best beaded look on the runway. Be- be- no, best Mardi Gras beat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you watching this, Hensha? I will fight you on this one. <laughs> I will pull out your eyelashes with the tweezer. Do not make me raise my voice again on this podcast. Okay, thanks. Mm. <laughs> well, shut up. Uh, so I think that it was the best Mardi Gras beat on the runway. Uh-huh. Uh, the flapper moment, gorgeous. Yeah. The way that she painted. The way she paints. The way she paints I is so love beautiful. The way. Her and, I think, um, uh, Gottmik are the two best makeup artists on this show. I would agree. Uh, because the way that they have altered their face every single time, just subtle changes. Um, the way that Elliot, because Elliot paints her face very white because she is a very white-skinned person. Um, so all the change in her makeup comes from her eyes. And when she paints her eyes, just one little, like – one tiny little like millimeter stroke. L- one stroke of like the eye uh the um liner the eyeliner and then like the you know clown white wherever she puts it she does it that extends her eyes so well in different ways and these little subtle differences change her look entirely um uh, and i am just so pleased with that she's so beautiful she's gorgeous um and the dress is very flattering mm-hmm. um it's very cutesy it's fun mm-hmm. um that we haven't re- i mean she does sexy but she doesn't do like this is like cute sexy yeah it's not like sexy sexy and also it was a, a another take on the mardi gras you weren't just coming out here like tina looking like a clown mardi gras like ugly or showing off your tits like uh la la Ree. you were sh- showing up as a flapper girl with bead and so that makes me it makes me sad in a way because I wish that she would have shown up in just like gold or like champagne colored beads, like pearl beads instead. I think yeah, that would have fit so much prettier. better and it would have looked prettier. Uh, showing up in the Mardi Gras colors threw me off with this flapper look. Did I hate it? No, I spoofed it still. Uh, but I wish that she would have gone with, you know, champagne colored beads or uh, pink, pinkish white beads in some way, shape or form. That's champagne, right? No, yeah. it's rosé. Champagne or rosé. Yeah. Um, because I think that would have just elevated, you know, be wearing this beautiful white beaded flapper gown uh, with all the rest of what she was wearing, I think it would have just looked amazing on her. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, I like the look. It, I do think it was probably one of the best uh, Mardi Gras looks that were given to it us. It was the best Mardi Gras yeah. look. Yeah. Uh, but it was like what I said at the beginning. Whenever you're given this challenge, everyone, when you say beat it, you think Mardi Gras, like typically. Yeah, beads. Yeah, beads. Uh, so the fact that we got three Mardi Gras looks was inevitable. Yeah. Um, and so that that's what makes me wish that Elliot would have elevated it like slightly more. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it regardless and I give it a spoop. So. It's a spoop for me too. Okay. Uh, well, then I have to ask the question. Who do you think are your tops and bottoms from the challenge runway? Challenge on the runway. I would say my tops are Olivia. 
Denali and Gottmik. Okay. Uh, and my bottoms are Candy, Tina. Okay. Even in the challenge? Even in the challenge. I did not like what she was doing. Okay. And I would probably put uh, Lala is down there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my tops are... Den- I hated Candy in this. Yeah. I hated Candy hated in this. Uh, my tops were Denali, Tina, and Olivia. I did like Tina's performance in the challenge. Um, it was slightly obnoxious to a point in certain degrees, but I think she was still over the top, and I think she carried... She pulled Elliot to do bigger and better things. Um, the bottoms, I think Lala, Utica, and Candy. Um, I don't think that Utica was absolutely shit in the challenge, but her outfit... She was still gorgeous, but didn't make any sense to me. Uh, but I think that the bottom two should have been Lala and Candy, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So then we end up with our actual tops and bottoms. We have the tops, uh, Olivia, Tina, and Candy, uh, for some reason. And then we have Lala, Elliot, and Utica. Um, didn't get that, but whatever. Uh, and the fact that uh, Denali didn't win or wasn't in the top kind of pissed me off. Because I think so Denali I, did so well, well in the challenge, and I loved her outfit. I'm going to do the next episode, which I have some things to say about that. But yeah. I, I think that Ellie or Denali did very well. I, I'll save that for the other part. I think she looked good on the runway. Okay. Um, well, then we end up with our actual winner is Olivia Lux. Um, do I think this deserved? She She earned it. Do I think that she should have been the winner? No. Um, I'll be blunt about that. Um, so then we end up with uh, Lollary and uh, Elliot with two T's in the bottom. Um, and Lollary is sent home. Elliot slayed. 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 She embodied that Kelly Clarkson song. Like, mm-hmm. hardcore. <laughs> and I, I always think that the lip syncs, they're geared towards who they want to go. Yeah. Or they want to stay. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, look at the Tamisha versus Candy. They knew that Tamisha was going to give us some old R&B drag, and Candy gave us more into... Something modern. Yeah, more more modern life. But a Kelly Clarkson is a, like a toss-up. Mm-hmm. Um, but Elliot slayed the, the shit out of that. Slayed the shit. She's shit. so good. Shit. <laughs> shit, that's fresh. And, and, I mean, Lala was really good, too. Yeah. Lala is a lip-sync assassin. I... Have to say, I love this lip sync more than this past week's. This, this lip sync oh, yeah. between Lala and Elliot, honestly, if we're gonna compare numbers here, that should have been the devil's Shantae. Uh, spoiler. Mm. Um, but I'm just saying, if you're gonna double Shantae someone, maybe that lip sync that happens later is not the right choice. But who am I to judge? Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that was this episode. So, do we just jump right in? Oh. Well, you ready? Yeah. Talk about the latest episode. This yeah. is actually the soonest we've actually come out with it. <laughs> exactly. Two, di- two days afterwards. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> we can, yeah, pop right. Hello. Oh, the mammy. <laughs> can I have, I don't have any more food. I ate it all. It's gone. He's going to eat your shoes. <laughs> Ooh, your shoes may smell very tasty. Mm, these shoes have been places. <laughs> Ooh, you go like in places. like you walked around so. a McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, I drove through the drive-thru. I don't go in restaurants anymore, okay? I don't trust you. I don't try. I don't believe you. It smells. That kind of smelly smell that smells smelly. Anchovies. <gasps> Anchovies! Uh, speaking of, I want to learn how to make my own Caesar dressing. I've speaking been of, before. 
You've done it before? Is it easy? It looked Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's because Savannah's been watching um what's the one with the angry British guy? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Hell's what's his, Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Um She's watching the most recent season of Hell's Kitchen, which I think came out just before coronavirus happened because uh, they are not they social are distancing. not social distancing at all. Um, it's really I mean you just mash up the anchovy and then you add olive oil and lemon juice and uh, egg yolk egg yolks. Yeah, and a bit of cream. I don't think so. From what they were showing, it's just olive oil, egg yolk, and anchovies essentially, mm-hmm. and salt. I love anchovies. Yeah, I like anchovies too. I tried to make Thomas's mom eat sardines and she was like absolutely not oh my god i think it's one of those things that like people just hear hear it and then they're like it's gross because people have told me it's gross they've trained me to, to anchovies think are it's delicious. gross i think they're delicious you cannot eat a lot of them i would say one because there's a shit ton of salt, salt in them yeah <laughs> you will your sodium limit is already hit after one fish but on a pizza I haven't that tried. would actually probably be pretty good i haven't actually tried it on the pizza but I, I think that it would probably taste good i would like that yeah i think i'm gonna try it I will have to do it when I make my own pizza because I don't think they sell that at Pizza Hut. They don't sell. I thought they used to when I was younger. I thought they used to put sardines on pizza, in places. Mm. I don't think they do anymore. I would rather have anchovies than sardines. That's what I meant. Sorry. Sardine. I've heard of sardine pizza too, though. I yeah. I meant anchovies. Anchovies. Uh, yeah. I want to make my own Caesar dressing just because I feel like. The Caesar dressings that are made in the store are, and I know that they're still going to be fattening because I'm putting olive oil in them because, oh, sorry, um, I scooted closer, so I was not ready for that. Um, <laughs> I have been tracking, like, on my my fitness pal before, obviously, this week <laughs> because I have not been able to cook anything in my own kitchen um, that, like, I can make my own, like, build my recipes on there so I can see, like, how much, I like, you know, olive oil fat goes into this and whatnot. So I can like fix that. I can, you know, fi- figure out what I need to do to make things lower or whatever. Uh, so I'm like looking at the, the Caesar dressings and like, oh, you put one tablespoon of Caesar dressing. That's 200 and something calories. It's like, what the calories. fuck? Like, that's fucking crazy. But I also think that a majority of people use too much dressing. Oh, yeah. And I'm one of those people. I like to have my salad just like. Sopping. Sopping with ranch dressing. But if I'm going to eat a salad, I want to enjoy the salad. So, like, the dressing is going to make me enjoy it, you know? But, like, the packaged salads, they give you way too much dressing. Mm -hmm. I I use, like, half of it, and then I'm like, it's good. I use all of it. Because it's like, oh, well, it's there. I don't just throw it out. Well, I just throw it out. And, I mean. You're better than me. It's a waste of cash. Yeah. But it's not a waste of calories. Calories. Calorie Kardashian. <laughs> oh my god. Calorie K Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how she's doing. Uh, I don't. <laughs> you you never, ready to walk back in the work room? You never think about Calorie Kardashian? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm ready. Well, she was pretty, though. Mm-hmm. I thought she was very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, Personality? Not no. talented. <laughs> not talented. Did so, not. We're going to come back into the workroom after Lala left. Mm. Uh, the bald-headed brigade is down to two members now. Yeah, Simone. Simone and Candy. Mm. Um, Olivia is really coming into her own. Uh, and Utica is a little upset because she missed out on an opportunity because she didn't get the role she wanted. Yeah. But she's just the sweetest little fucking thing. She is so kind. So kind because she's like... Everybody was... Everybody's so good. Yeah. I love you all so much. You're all doing amazing. Um... 
And then somebody says she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. And then she calls out the thing that I wanted to call out while we were talking about the last episode, Olivia's fucking hairline. Oh, yeah. I thought the same thing. A brown headband. Yeah. It's a dis- and, and jagged. Yeah. It was so bad. It was I, bad I saw that. Friends. And then she, the fact that she was like, oh, look at my baby hairs. Girl, those aren't baby hairs. That's, that's just lace. That's lace. That's full on lace. It's just coming off of your forehead. Oh, that's uh, so bad. Yeah. Um, uh, I was cackling. Yeah. Um, Denali is mad. Honey. She is pissed. Mad and she was just an, an untucked. And we don't talk about untucked besides that one time that we did after how many times that we've done this we haven't ever talked about an untuck uh but we did this time just one time because it was a wild untuck a, a whopper one of the most wild untucks that we've had since uh season two of rupaul's drag race probably mm-hmm. um so there's that yeah uh denali's so mad talking about this is the best look on the runway mm-hmm. her, uh, her best look and I, that makes me sad because no, like, she said the best she said the best. And oh, I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely said, think she's having a case of the Valentinas. Yeah. Well, I like the look. I like it, but it was not the best look on the runway. I think it was. I don't agree. <laughs> Who's... I understand your concerns, but I do not have the same... Whose look on the runway from last time did you love more? I mean, I wasn't just, like, flabbergasted by hers. No, but I thought that hers was the best. <laughs> I liked... I liked hers. I liked I like Rosé's. I liked Gottmix. I liked Simone's. I think that they were all equal. I wouldn't say that leaps and bounds Denali was better. I would. <laughs> say whatever you want, bitch. Ooh, um, girl. Candy still trying to get with Joey J. Yeah. Poor Joey J. Like, and I've seen so many memes that are like, Joey J watching uh, Candy Muse talk about her on this episode, and she's like... <laughs> yeah. Poor Joey J is only known for being a hot. Yeah, a, a hot. A hot. A a hot. She's nothing but a hot. Um. Anyways, this week is the Ruxicle. Uh, social media unverified Ruxicle. With recorded lyrics and choreo. Yes. And Rosé is planning on taking this to the cleaners, mama. Um, so RuPaul tells them all about it. And then they get to decide roles on their own. Uh, am she going to be Tinta, Tinta Turner, Lady Tweets, Yuktika, uh, Gottmik as the Russian bot, Marky Tuckenberg as Olivia, Miss Instaglam is Simone, and Candy is the LinkedIn business professional, and Rose and Denali, Rose and Denali fight for the lead role. Yes. <laughs> they are not pleased with each other. <coughs> Wait, why can't I see this? Uh, Instagram? Oh, maybe I'll go to Instagram, yeah. Instagram is a video. Um, So, then the dolls are like, if you want it so bad, no, not the dolls, Elliot, a shady bitch, uh-huh. is like, you want the role so bad, why don't you audition for it? Which I think that was I so... I love it. I, I liked the idea of it, but at the same time, I was like, bitch, <laughs> really? No, I was here for it, 100%. I don't know. I was like, normally, it's just the loudest fucking person in the room well i'm gonna take this yeah yeah and i mean if you if you're not putting it up to the group to decide and you're just picking yourself yeah i much prefer the audition i am glad that uh utica stood up for herself though because when when utica was like uh yeah this no this is not gonna happen 
Um, because the rollover queens are, are not the rollover queens, the steamroller queens. Yeah. are Denali and Rose. Yeah, we're gonna pick whatever we want, and we're gonna get it. And, and Candy it, too. And that's exactly like when when Denali was suddenly like, oh well, I'm gonna go with Foxy, and and Denali or like because she couldn't decide which role she wanted, and Utica took the other one. And she's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and go with this. Like, you don't get to just say I'm gonna take that role after someone else has already taken it. Claimed like, it. that's not how that works. <laughs> so I was glad that Utica stood up for herself. Uh, where did you, you just went to RuPaul's Drag Race? Fandom. Oh, no, no, no. On Instagram? Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. Okay. Because I looked on Fandom and it doesn't have the, it doesn't have they don't them. have them uploaded yet. And they don't do it the way they used to, where you could just flip through the pictures. It's yeah. videos now. Oh, boy. Um, which I guess some people might like. And that's fine. I'll work with it. So, the girls make Rosé and Donali edition, thanks to Elliot, and Rodé, Rosé, Shady she killed it. She, Shady as hell, but I did enjoy her much more than she, Denali. She did it really well. And I, I mean, it's Don't Rain on My Parade, and I don't think Denali knew of the song. Uh-uh. Not, well, I think she knew the song because she, she did hit the beats that she was supposed to hit. Uh, uh, not all of them. But not as – she hit some of them, <laughs> but not as – if you were just reading that line and didn't know Don't Rain on My Parade, you wouldn't have hit any of them. Yeah. You would have just said the words. Uh, so the fact that uh, Rosé knew the song much better than Denali did and went to town on it was obvious. Uh, so Yeah. Uh, then the girls vote. Utica only chose Denali because she took the role that Denali I wanted. I agree with that. Uh, and then and Tina then, said she's being shady. Oh, I'm just trying to get in Rosé's head. Rosé does not care Ro- about you. Yeah, Rosé doesn't even know who you are, Tina. Well, well she does. Rosé made a comment in the uh, Pork Chop Lounge that where she, when she said, uh, I like Tina, but I do not think that Tina likes me. It's That's obvious. Like, what we haven't found out the vendetta that Tina has against Rosé, but Rosé just doesn't give a fuck about Tina. She's like, yeah. who are you? I don't care. Like, Get out of my uh, Caucasian Yeah, house. exactly. Um, yes. So, the girls vote. Rosé ends up being the lead. Denali is subject to being the, the last. Bot. Yeah. The, the least amount of lines. Which is not always a bad thing. Not always a bad thing. We've see, seen that in season six. Mm-hmm. You can be a fucking head in a box and still win the challenge. Mm-hmm. And Denali's just the sorriest loser. I can't. She was... Well... I can't. No, because you're like, I don't even want to do the musical. But, girl, get off the show then. Yeah. Don't say you don't want to do it. Either you're going to do what you've give, been given, what you've been last dealt to, yeah. or you don't want to be on the show. The the untucked, or not the untucked, the uh, behind-the-scenes thing was definitely like a sore loser kind of vibe. Uh, however, I do understand where she's coming from, where she's saying, like, I'm upset about getting this role that I didn't want. Um, but... Girl, that's kind of part of the challenge is you have to take these these challenges and make them your own. If you don't do that, then you, you're you not the full, well-rounded drag queen that you need to be. If you're forcing yourself to get these little roles and pouting, being a pouty face when you don't get them, then you're not showing off the full, rounded versatility that you need to be showing off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because a real drag queen would accept all these roles and say, I'm going to do the best I can. I'll with do, this. I'm going to like, while I did not, while this was not my first pick, I will gladly take this and do what I need to do with it. You know? So her poutiness was upsetting, but understandable in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think it's understandable. 
Okay. Um, I'm just upset that she's that story of a loser. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I love that you because says that she's gonna make a drinking game out of every time she says she's fun or excited about a challenge because it's literally every time uh-huh. I'm I would be drunk. Yeah. I would be wasted. I'm I'm sick. <laughs> I'm vomiting in the toilet. Thanks. <laughs> um, then the girls get a special message from Anne Hathaway. Ooh. Uh, Anne Hathaway, apparently the ninth choice for the Devil Wears Prada. Uh, didn't know that. I did not know that, but that's wild to me because mm-hmm. she does such a great job in that role. Yeah. Um, a very sweet woman. I did mm. not know that she was a gay icon. Yeah. She apparently is, and I'm going to stand. Ever since, uh, uh, Princess... Princess Diaries. Diaries, yeah. That was a good one. She's because it was one of those moments... Genuine where, person. Yeah, Princess Diaries was one of those points during our, at least our generation's upbringing, where it was, like, going from the kid who was nerdy, weird, bullied in high school to being Princess Queen of Genovia... Uh, and I think gays related to that movie because it was like, I was bullied and ugly and, you know, gross in high school. And now I'm a muscular or not even muscular, just, uh, I'm out here living my best you're, life. You're not, you're not muscular. I am. I got muscles now. I don't now. need you to do any of that. I'm just flexing. It's no big deal. <laughs> children here. I'm becoming a muscle daddy. <laughs> no. No, so, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, the clowns go to record with Mitchell Visage. Uh, they all do fairly well. Teen's voice is stupid, but it works. Uh, Olivia, a little bit more of a voice than I expected. Oh, yeah. Well, she says she's a singer. Yeah, I knew that, but I didn't expect those runs. Oh, that. yeah. Uh, Simone does not uh, sing <laughs> at all. Period. <laughs> no, do you no. say oogle or ogle? I say ogle. I would say oogle. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, because they, they wanted her to say Oogle, right? No, they wanted her to say Ogle. No, they wanted her to say Ogle. Ogle, That yeah. That's what was weird to me, is I say Ogle. And they wanted her to say Ogle, and then she kept on saying Oogle, and I was like, neither of those are right. I say Ogle. I would say Oogle. Okay. Anyways. Hello? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Candy is listy girl. I love that on this page, uh, right here... Uh, it just has like popular pages. RuPaul's Drag Race season thirteen, Drag Race Wiki, Bimini Bamboolash. I'm not kidding. It's just fucking Bimini, Bimini Bamboolash. Bon like just chilling right. Here. Bimini Bamboolash <laughs> is the only drag queen. <laughs> That's the it. only person. <laughs> the fact that she's just sitting right there, I think, it cracks me the fuck up. So, yes. Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. Bimini Bamboolash. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Bimini Bamboolash. Bimini Bamboolash. Bimini Bimini Bamboolash. Bimini um, Candy is lispy girl. Oh yeah, lispy. Yeah, that's a lot of s's for a lispy girl, mm-hmm. and we can say that because we're both lispy girls. We're, I'm not a lispy. What are you talking about, sister? Stephen, sister. Steve. I don't even know what a lisp. Not having a lisp sounds like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anyone, so and also because all the gays that I know have the little s's that linger. And I don't talk to non-gays. Yeah, I don't valid, valid. Valid. Uh, yeah, I was uh, my friend Laura, we went out to the zoo recently and then also went out uh, to Pocino to have some uh, patio wine. Actually, two weeks ago before <laughs> hell froze over. Uh, maybe it was three weeks ago, but we're, regardless. Um, and so I was telling – because I had just – it was just after you had painted my nails the first time. And uh, she, she called was, you lispy? No, she was like, oh, well, I see that you painted your nails or whatever. And I was like, 
talking about you know coming into my own and like being gay here in Houston, like being like full on gay, gay, you know, gay, like, you know, you know, gay, you know, limp wrist gay, mm-hmm. uh, and like just going to town. I was like, yeah, and because I mean, she knew me from college, and college was still like I came out, but I was still I didn't have gay friends, and like the gays in college station all just wanted to fuck each other so i didn't i i was one of those ones like i'm not a part of the gay scene quote unquote because the gay scene in, in college station was just everyone having sex with each other and i wasn't about that uh at the time <laughs> and so like she knew me from college station so it was like i wasn't like i was like oh yeah i'm gay but like it wasn't like the center point of my life and personality and now it's the center point of my life and personality. It is, personality. It is my personality, which is fine because I have a great personality because of it. So yeah. an all right personality because of it. Mm-hmm. A decent personality. Mm-hmm. Subpar. So so. Okay, so so. Yeah. Um so I like to just like be goofy about it and seeing she's happy for me because she's like I've seen you come into your own uh, basically, and I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet." Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> did she did she tell you about how horrible you are? Uh, she hor- say how much she hates you. Horrible, spelled W H O R A B L E. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, she definitely definitely did. Yeah, she was asking about my sex life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you were like, "I don't have one. I don't have one. Not not at this time." <laughs> Awkward. Hey. That's how coronavirus spreads. Tough times, tough times. What are the 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 whores doing right now? Sex with masks. They're all out at the bars just partying. Mm-hmm. I got invited to. Uh, I'm not shit talking. If any of my drag free queen friends are listening to this, uh, got invited to Drag Race. Well, I got invited to be a part of uh, Dragon All Stars, Dragon Five All Stars, um, and I turned Blackberry down, uh, but. I got invited on Facebook to the event that they are now holding on this coming Thursday. And at I'm like, I know uh, at rebar. And I'm like, no, because uh, especially cause like certain bars are following the guidelines more than others. But I have seen pictures that rebar has not been following the guidelines uh, for they, they have on their website. Masks are required for entry. And so everyone's reading for them for filth. Like, Oh, they're required for entering. But then once you enter, you don't have to wear them. Because no one enforces them inside. So it's like, okay, this is, what's the, the point? Mask? Exactly. And, like, I've seen videos of people on the dance <coughs> floors just hanging out, drinking. It looks like a normal bar, like, before coronavirus. So I'm like, I don't want to go do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And as much as I'd love to support my queens, especially since uh, this Dragon 5 All-Stars cast is literally just Dragon 3, which I was a part of, and Dragon 4. Which, is Rudolph in it? Uh, Rudolph is not, no. Um but it's a bunch of people who – and then uh, Carmina, who is from season two. She's the only one from an earlier season. Um, so I look at it and I'm like, th- these are all queens that I'm a fan of. And, like, I would like to go support, but I can't. So Carmina's going to do really well. Yeah. She did really well last time. She made it to the top three, I believe. Oh. Yeah. Good work, Carmina. But uh, Annalie made it to number two – no, number three last time. And uh, – um, uh, Periwinkle made it to number two, and they're doing it again, too. So she's got competition, mm. <laughs> for sure. I love Annalie. Yeah. Annalie's, How is she? Do we she, know what she's doing? She's doing Drag It On again. Yeah. But she's doing well. I mean, she's become very popular here in Houston, which is makes me very happy that seeing 
her do that. Not important. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Billy Eilert. Or Billy Eilert. Billy Elliot is not a thing. There's no such thing as Billy Elliot. Who's Billy Elliot? Elliot trying to do Billy Eilish. Oh. Uh, yeah. And then Utica gets tongue-tied during her performance. Then Choreo didn't write anything about it. They didn't do much. Um, Simone is nervous. Tina's wig is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, we discussed the Aja Valentina controversy, and Candy gets called a nasty name. Uh, and people come after her house. But we get to learn about her viral meme. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. She went it into this. Hilarious. Uh, I, and it makes me sad that... that, that People just called her Fat Aja. Um, that's depressing to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, that's... well, you know, the people on the internet go for the fucking easy targets. Exactly. Fruit. And it's not funny. It's really not funny. Uh, also, how the fuck are you going to attack your big queens like this uh, and try and bring them down just by calling them fat? Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Drag uh, queens can be drag queens whether or not they're little tiny twink boys or girls or non-binary they ladies uh they can be whoever the fuck they want to drag mm. queens are everywhere drag artists are everywhere drag is an art form not a person correct um regardless of if you weigh 400 pounds or 80 pounds like <laughs> yeah there are some really violet Chkotchke had an 18 inch waist and did nothing did nothing except she does i had this conversation who did i have this conversation with that she does like because uh, they were like, do I want to go see Violet, like, see Violet Chachki do something? And I was like, she does, like, aerial drag. Like... Yeah, she's, I mean, she's, like, a circus performer. Yeah. But they don't talk. But, yeah, which no. is the point. <laughs> That's the point. Don't let her talk. <laughs> but I want a, a drag queen who uh, commands a room. Mm-hmm. And that drag queen could be of any shape or size. Yeah. Darian Lake owns a room. Oh, my God. I saw her on the Work the World tour. And at first, like... I was never, like, I didn't ever hate Darian Lake. I just wasn't, like, a huge Darian Lake fan. But after seeing her live and, like, as part of the, not the Work the World, it was a, a Haters Rose tour. Uh, Darian is the shadiest cow And she was ever. the she was the MC because she took over for Jinx Monsoon. Um, she was hilarious. She's so hilarious. funny and such a bitch. Oh, my God. It was so funny. So funny. She's very good at her what she does. Well, we're still waiting for her to come back for All Stars. Um, apparently, she's been she's, denying. She ru- she was rumored on every single season since All Stars three. Yeah, as you know, oh, she's, she's coming been back it down. Yeah, well, she did for All Stars four. She yeah. was supposed to be on All Stars four, and she turned them down. Hmm. Mm. Come on, Darian. Yeah, come, come on, Darian, on, Darian. come Darian. back. Uh, well, Darian's almost fifty now, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um. She could still do it. Well, I'm not saying she couldn't. She looks like a, a, a svelte young woman. Yep. <laughs> Does she? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, bimini. We get, we get some t- Bimini bamboo lash. <laughs> uh, we get some tea on the Tina relationship with Graham Norton. Oh, my gosh. Which they were like, yeah, we were just... Two pictures of her and Graham mm-hmm. that are on the internet, full, fully available for everyone. It's just kind of the like, paparazzi followed us everywhere. No, they didn't. No, obviously not, because the paparazzi has nothing on you. I don't think the paparazzi really care about Graham Norton. He doesn't do anything. No, he's not a controversial person. He's just funny and likable. Yeah, I like Graham Norton. I like Graham Norton too. But apparently, he's like got some money, and so that's everyone was like, well, "Oh, yeah. so this young ass twink boy or." Twink. 
thing. <laughs> this <laughs> young creature is uh, enjoying his company right now. So then they were all attacking Tina at the time for just wanting yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know why, though. Because Graham's not unattractive. He's very attractive. I think he's attractive, yeah. I don't know. And Tina was not attractive. No. <laughs> Even at the time. And I'm just like. It was like. So I think that's why they were like, are you match. just after his money? So was he just dating a younger person because he could date a younger person? I don't know. Mm. Graham's also not that old, right? He's what? In his mid 40s? No, he's in his mid 50s. Now. Or late 50s. But if, the, if back Tina. Back then he was probably in his mid 40s. Late 40s. But he, dating a 20 year old is not crazy. No. It's not abnormal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know i don't care yeah i don't, I don't, I don't care, care either uh, so there's that uh denali's a weirdo wants to talk about cartoon crushes that she has you don't have crushes on cartoons yeah but not that's not what i would be bringing up in the conversation oh i absolutely would have brought them up. i think she's a furry it okay <laughs> well the fact that she brought that up in that conversation i think it was funny and also, like, I, mean, I had a crush on Aladdin when I was eight. And I, that's, like, that well, was... Aladdin's a different story. You can't... <sighs> Aladdin's very dreamy. She said Aladdin, you bitch. She said Hercules. She said Hercules and Aladdin. And uh, then I had a crush on, um, who was the ma- the male character in Mulan? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I was name. so into him. I actually never watched Mulan. Oh, I love Mulan. What are you talking about? Uh, it's one of my favorite Disney movies. Really? Yeah. Um, I like the scary ones. Tim Burton. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, so the Mulan, he was hot. Rouge? M- no. Um, what other cartoons? Oh, I was really into, uh, you didn't watch Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, did you? No, you no. didn't. Uh, well, there's Sokka. Uh, I was really into Sokka while growing up. Um, and Prince Zuko. Oh, Prince Zuko. Um, so, yeah. So you you're trying to tell me that you didn't ever have a crush on a cartoon character? Not really. I always did. I had a lot of cartoon crushes. Am I a furry? You're a furry. I'm a furry. I don't I don't think it's furry. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to our Ruby podcast and you had a crush on a cartoon character, let us know at ourrubypodcast at gmail.com. We would like to know. No, no, no. I would Uh, like to know. Just text Chris. I don't need to know any of that. (laughs) I don't really care. I'm happy for you. I had a lot of cartoon crushes, so we won't delve too much into that. About how you're gross. How is that gross? You're gross. Homer Simpson. I'm just kidding. Oh! <laughs> the one. The only one. The only one. That beer belly, though. <laughs> yeah. Eustace. From the Curse of Cowardly Dog. Such big feet. <laughs> Such big feet. And that big mask that he puts on to scary, hey. scare uh, courage. That's probably just like... Just that fucking fist of a dick. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, uh, so who do you? I don't really have much about the musical, just except that Simone and Candy uh, were awful. Uh, yeah, Simone and Candy did not do well. Um, Elliot only did badly because they got the shittiest part. Yeah, that one was not fun, and I don't know who would have done well that at all. Like, I if I would say anyone could do something with that, maybe it would be Gottmik. Yeah, but also I have to say they mixed. Billie Eilish with Janet Jackson because they gave her uh 15 seconds seven, what did she That's say Madonna oh okay sorry well then they mixed her with Madonna yeah 
I was just like, I don't, I don't want any of this. Yeah. This. Um, it was that one wasn't great, but it was but just I the never part really that liked didn't the rusical anyway. I used to like the rusical, and then it stopped being good. Yeah. Uh, I love the season six rusical. Uh, did season seven have a rusical? They didn't have a rusical, but they had uh, the lip sync um, to uh, the, the flight attendant song. Yeah. Uh, season eight, they did they have a rusical? I don't remember. But season nine had a rusical. Season nine had the uh, Kardashian rusical. Yeah, and then ten had the share. And they've been doing no. That was eleven. Since. Share was uh, ele- uh, eleven. Season ten, they had the pharma- uh, pharmaceutical rusical. When they, I mean, I don't really care. I don't, I just don't. Like they've the they've had. Anymore. I think they've had rusical since season. They might have had it for season seven. I don't think. I don't think they did. Uh, I think they did the rusical during season six. Season seven they didn't. But then season eight they started up again and have had it. Have had it every season since then. Well, RuPaul puts a lot of her a lot of. Uh, emphasis on being a singer and being a drag queen does not require you to be a singer which at, in the earlier seasons they didn't clock them for not being singers but this season they clocked them for not being good at singing bitch I don't have a great singing voice I can sing but I don't have a great singing voice am I gonna get clocked because I can't sing runs and sing on a note like that's not that that does not matter that doesn't matter uh and I understand that they want them to, like, go out there and perform and, like, do their best and blah, blah, blah. And so, like, if you're performing and don't have uh, the singing capabilities, you can pull it off and do that. But you if – you, if you've already lost your confidence by not being ha- – having a good singing voice and not being able to actually sing well, then you – may not perform to the highest capabilities. I don't know. Regardless, uh, Simone, I felt really sad for in her performance because I think she had the best part. Easily the part that could have, like, just done and bit... Been, and Bimini Bon Boulash. Bimini Bon Boulash just been the best part. Uh, it made me sad that she just, like, stepped out and immediately, like, flopped. Yeah. Like, she literally stepped out in the first four count of her dance and already messed up and then just never recovered after that. Yeah. Um, and she had no energy for any of the things that she was doing. And I was like, where the fuck is Simone? This is not Simone. Because uh, I don't did... think Simone is a uh, scheduled drag queen. Yeah. Simone is a off-the-cuff drag I'll do whatever queen. I want to, yeah. Uh, Candy was terrible. Candy was awful. Um, and who else was? Uh, Rosé was really good. I like Rosé. I didn't like Rosé. I liked Rosé. It was just lackluster. It was not stunning i wasn't like oh my god what's she gonna do next yeah. i was like what who else is on the stage right now well my favorites were denali and Gottmik. hardcore yeah my favorites were denali and Gottmik, and um i liked utica yeah yeah um so then we move on to the runway runway run 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 runway category is yellow gorgeous yes um so the 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 dolls will bring their best yellow drag, which yellow is my favorite color. Okay, so I was excited. Um, a Tina up first. Um, this that's Tina. That's Tina. I hate this look. Tina's lucky that this is the first time that this is the runway that is yellow because she's gonna wear it anyway. But she's also not wearing red and orange together. Yeah, which I did like. Uh, but I still was like, ma'am, this is straight up 
garbage. You're... I mean, it's campy, but it's fucking ugly. But this is, once again, as I mentioned on the last podcast slash earlier on this podcast, uh, regional. As as RuPaul attacked on Drag Race UK, which we haven't haven't gotten to yet, um, you can't attack these drag queens for having pub things and not attack your own queens on the U.S. version for this shit. Sure, she made it, but it still looks like it's... It's still well. Tia Coffee had her outfit made too, and she called that regional. So that's what I'm saying: is you call that ice cream cone look a regional outfit? But this was not. This is something I would see in a bar, not on RuPaul's Drag Race main stage. RuPaul's barcode. Exactly. RuPaul. No, this is barcode. So the last look that we talked about, uh, I don't remember who we were talking about. Uh, oh, uh, Lala Ree. Uh, that one was slightly more elevated, and I'd see that in any queen. This is definitely like a barcode, like. You wrapped a piece of fabric around your body, cut the sleeves out, and put a, a train on. This is something that I would wear to a bar, and I'm a baby-ass drag queen. Uh, so I'm not I, I'm not on RuPaul's Drag Race wearing this. No. So Yeah, I'm not here for it. It's, yeah, and, it's very bland, very bar queen, nothing special. It's yellow, but no one would ever say, wow, yeah. Tina looks great here. And she's got still got that dark-ass, raccoon-ass makeup. You... It's not pretty. And Michelle Visage calls out makeup on Queens every single season, and she has not called out Tina Turner, and I'm confused by that. Why? Why? Why have you not done that? I don't know. Tina's a legend. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I give it a poop. It's a poop. Um, Olivia. Mama, this is beautiful. This is pageant queen realness. I love that. Look she at, looks gorgeous. It's expensive. It's regal. Look at that slit on the, the chest. That's something like is unique and different. Mm-hmm. She looks like a lounge singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's about to grab that microphone in a smoky martini bar and enchant the dolls. I'm going to do some cabaret, like singing. The wig something is like stunning. That. Uh-huh. Uh, poofs. So voluminous and yes. bouncy. This is pageant girl. This, this is, this is hot pageant, pageant girl. Um, in the fringe, dancing mama. Yeah. We stand. I think that this is probably the best that Olivia's looked on the runways. Okay. I can uh, agree with that. It's a spoop for me. I gave it a spoop as well. This is definitely a pretty look. I like the way that when she moves, the all the little beads on her body or just her fringe is just shaking on her body. Uh, she looks stunning. <coughs> yeah, I gave a spoop. I spoop. <laughs> um, up next, Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she looks good. The wig is very sculpted, and again, the hairline is unclockable, uh, but it's a panty with suspenders and a coat. I'm confused by this look. What am I looking at? You're, I, I, you're like, looking at someone relying on that body. Exactly. This is definitely like, we hit that point that it, it's reached a, a tipping point here, sis. You're literally relying on your body and nothing else, because this look is nothing, in my opinion. You've got panties and suspenders covering your nipples. And calling it fashion, uh, and then an overcoat. I love the wig; it is unclockable, like you said. Uh, but this is not a look. This is not enough of a look for me. Yeah, this is nothing for me. No, I mean the appeal is that she is giving us earlier in the season with the looks. It's just it's starting to lose its shine. It is. Uh, Her body ain't. <laughs> no, <laughs> still, still mean, got that shine. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong; they still look amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's not show stuff. I was anymore. a joke about her skin just being reflective. <laughs> oh, she's so oily. Uh-huh. Um, I hope she can figure out how to get that fire back because I think she's, she's. I think she looks good. She's sliding, and I'm but this afraid. Is not it. Yeah, I, I mean it's not ugly, so I, I'm still spooping it, but it's not something where I'm like, wow. It's not ugly, but I'm not in love with it, so I pooped it. Okay. 
All right. Euctica. Uh, I see the reference, and I I love the creativity of it, but it's just a a little unfinished for me. Um, I do think that the use of the different yellows is very interesting, and it makes her look a little makes me look at her a little bit longer. Um, I love the hair ornaments. Not sure I would have taken the yellow sleeves all the way to the gloves in the outfit. Um, It's just kind of messy. I love this look actually. She I'm the not way matted. it's messy though. The way that she cut those hips shows off her actual body underneath a dress that is designed to swallow her. Yeah. Um so she creates a faux almost like Marie Antoinette shape while also showing off her body underneath the hoop skirt. And I thought that was a very clever way that she did that. There's a lot of different yellows and uh different yellow fabrics in there too. Um I thought it was very well thought out and, and smart. I don't. Th- I wouldn't consider it messy. I think it looks messy. I still like it, but I think it looks messy. Okay. Uh, it's still a spoop for me, though. I give it a spoop as well. Um, Canty. Uh, the makeup in the runway is stunning. And I don't care who tells me it isn't. It's so gorgeous. The yellow that just fades into the orange and blush is so stunning. And the Beyonce-inspired floral wig is beautiful. Okay. Uh, the gown, on the other hand, not great. Just looks like fabric tacked onto a frame. But for the face and the hair, it's everything for me. It's a spoop. Okay, so I have a problem with this for a reason. Um, and you can tell me I'm wrong, and you will. Uh, You're wrong. Oh, God damn it! I keep pushing the wrong thing. Um, when you do an exact replica of, an, a, look, of a look from someone else, uh, you have to do it perfectly. Uh, and look amazing. Or if she created her own idea of this look, you could do it differently. But she didn't do it differently. Um, I don't like the face makeup. I don't think I know the reference point, so maybe it's different. It's from Beyonce's Lemonade. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I can't picture the dress that she's doing. It's the same dress. This this is the same thing, but obviously Beyonce did it better. Hmm. Uh, so if you're gonna do this look. You have to either make it drag or do it better in some way, shape, or form. And she did not do it better than Beyonce did. Uh, I don't like the face makeup, and I don't understand why she put a gem between her eyes. I don't like the dots along her forehead. That didn't make any sense to me. I um, so I didn't like that face paint. Uh, the flowers in the hair, close to the lemonade, but also the hair is a different color. Uh, she didn't wear gray hair. So if you're going to go for the exact look, go for the exact look. If you're not going to go for the exact look, do better. Um, I don't know. I was not a huge fan of this look. The whole outfit swallowed her. Uh, she looks pretty, but like the the paint on the side, which we just told us, we just said that Rose, we th- we like that the blush fading into the eyes up here. It doesn't look good on Candy because it looks like she's narrowing down because she has so much highlight around this gem on her forehead. That doesn't make any sense. And she looks dead in the eyes on this runway. She always looks dead in the eyes. Valid. But, like, she's just sitting there like a mouth breather with her, <laughs> like, dead in the eyes just because I stopped on this frame here. She has um, this weird, like, Baroque kind of look all the time. Yeah. That it's just, like, a, a biblical or of some sort. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like this look, uh, especially later. I'll explain more. But I didn't like the look. 
I like the I like the nod to Beyonce, but a nod to Beyonce is doing a little bit of the Beyonce and then taking it further in your own drag look and aesthetic. Doing the exact trying to do the exact look, but changing hair color and adding more sunflowers to your hair and putting a gem between your eyes doesn't make sense to me. Uh, so I'm gonna have to poop it. I'm sorry. You poop it. I spooped it. Well, I pooped it, so. Well, whatever. Well, I pooped it. So. Well, I spooped it, so. Well, I pooped it, so. Um, okay. um, Elliot, up next. Uh, a more successful taxi driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the taxi is a very safe, obvious way to make this campy, so I appreciate the interpretations. But, but she looks gorgeous while doing it. She looks gorgeous, but there's nothing stunning about no. a taxi driver. No, no, I think it's fine. And she's wearing a pantsuit and a jacket, which is what we've seen her in. A lot. A lot. Uh, which made me a little bit bored for this idea, but she did give us camp in the aspect that she added the fair $100,000 in the middle saying, give me my money, RuPaul. Um, so I liked the look. I gave it a small spoop. I pooped it because I'm just, it's not impressive. It's just, it's obvious. I thought it was better than Tino's, so I was like... It's better than I was Tino's. already like, okay, well, I'll give you a spoop because you're better than Tino's. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's not better than Tino. <laughs> Um, and then Rosé, like, what? She's wearing, I get it. She's wearing orange. Yeah, it's the, not stunning. The more that I watched this, because uh, I argued with Savannah, she was like, it looked like yellow still on the runway. And I was like, yeah, it did. It, it was all yellow. And then I was like. Literally, I wrote this. I didn't see it the first time, but the second time around when I paused to look at it, it's definitely too it, warm to be it's yellow. Too, it's too, yeah, it's orange. It's orange. God damn it. Um, and. I like the nod to the mask and like doing. See, I mean, I get it. It, There's nothing pretty about the mask, though. There's nothing draggy about the mask. No, but she. What I was just critiquing critiquing Candy about, where she took a look and didn't make it drag. uh, Rose took a look and made it drag. Yeah, she looks very pretty while doing this look. Um, I liked it. I'm not a fan. I don't like it. Okay, poop it, bitch. Poop. I spooped it. Um, Dennelly, Dennelly up next looking gorgeous. Oh my God. I knew exactly what she was doing with this look. I think she looks sultry and sexy. She's sexy with three X's like Roxy Nandos. Yes. Uh, the nod to Britney is a beautiful touch, especially Mm. in this time where free Britney isn't very important. So free Britney. Free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Um, the headpiece so well put together. I, 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 I. I wonder how she came to the conclusion to make it like a wristless wristlet cape. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't know. I wasn't mad at it. It's I a. Really it was snakeskin. It was shedding snakeskin. At least that's how I interpreted it. I didn't get that. Okay. I was just like, what? Um, but I loved it. I thought I she was beautiful. I, I and contacts always freaked me out, but the red really worked. In it this. it worked on this one because uh, it'd be yellow, so especially yellow. being a snake and the snake head with the red in the eyes up here with the little little baby snakes all around it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a really smart move. Uh, I thought it looked incredible. Uh, so I spooked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up on stage is Got Mick. Got Mick doing a more successful crash dummy. Um, I like this better than I like uh, Denali's. I think that's false. I absolutely will fight you on that one. I don't know what's up with these girls doing all the same ideas. Though. I know it's making me actually kind of Twitter called people out on it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I agree with you guys because I think this crash test dummy is much worse than 
Denali's. Oh, no. I like this one better. No, absolutely not. Um, there's never been so many queens wearing the same outfit in the same season. Um, but I like the the the, the proportions of this. Because Denali had, like, a, a bit of a skirt to yeah. it. Yeah. This I is like more form-fitting. Like form-fitting. But it's more obvious crash test dummy. Like, because that's – it's – just the dummy in a yeah. latex suit. I, I thought this was more boring than Denali's. And Denali, I hate the hair. I hate. The oh hair. yeah, because it's not actually hair; it's uh, ribbons. It's like weird. I don't know what they're called, but they're mesh mesh pipes or something. They're mesh ribbons, is yeah. what they are. They're gross. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting to look at, though. The makeup could have used a little bit more perfection to mm-hmm. it. Um, but I thought that it was very. It was just really just like like elongated yeah it was it was was nice to look at for me um i like the idea of what she did uh it's just one of those situations again we just saw denali do this in the bag look and i think denali i think denali did it better doing the little glasses she she gave me more camp and more uh drag to her look more camp yeah so i got was trying to be more fashion yes and i didn't like Gottmik's version and that's the problem is like i would love this look if it was just Gottmik doing it but seeing denali do it already and what i considered better than Gottmik's makes this look worse in my opinion that's the same thing as olivia yeah candy same thing as uh uh, tina Tina versus elliot Elliot. yeah Mm -hmm. because it it makes you have to compare against other queens that are doing the exact same thing uh so i don't know yeah loving denali's more i think i have to give this one a poop uh, I spooped it. Yeah. I understand why you would. It looks good, but I liked Denali's so much more, and this one was not my cup of tea, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who's your top and bottom? Uh, ooh, tops and bottoms for the Rusical. I would still have to say uh, Gottmik, uh, well, D- I think Denali. Denali should be the, the winner. Um, top, or, <clears throat> excuse me, Denali, uh, Gottmik, and Rosé. Uh, minor Denali and Utica. Okay, I really liked Utica in this. I don't. Okay. I mean, I I understand why she was having a little bit more of a struggle than other of uh, her competitors. She had to hit the the rhythm and the syncopation of what she the words she was saying and shit like that. That's gonna be difficult for anyone. So yeah. <laughs> um, but I think she excelled at it. She did good. And Rosé, I mean, Rosé, I guess, belongs up there, but she was just so boring to me. Mm. There was, like, nothing in there that what I, I was just like, oh, my God, Rosé is doing it for me right now. It was now. way it was better than of, Tina, because both of them were... Tina's shit. Yeah, they were in both in every single scene, essentially. Yeah, Tina's my bottom. <clears throat> oh, I put her in the bottom, absolutely. Tina's in the bottom, and so is Candy. I Tina put, and Candy in the bottom. I put Tina, Candy in my bottom two, and then Simone is the bottom third. But I thought that Tina and Candy deserved to be the ones... Uh, Lip syncing. yes, correct. And yeah. then I think the winner should have been Denali. Yeah. <clears throat> but we learned that that's not true. Not true. This season is so unpredictable because we have not gotten anything that we have predicted. From what we see, and even Twitter, I've seen on Twitter that they were like, Tina should have been the bottom, Tina should have been the bottom, blah, blah, blah. Tina should have gone a long time ago. I agree. Tina should have been read for filth and the things that she's done. Uh, the, the Tina's look, not bringing anything No, the, the look whenever she had the nasty-ass middle part wig that covered up most of her face and the raccoon eyes and the, the red and yellow on her tits and red and yellow on her ass, but was in the top for that and thought that she should have won, bottom. I thought she should yeah. have been the bottom for you that. You should have gone home. She, yeah, she's... 
not giving us the things that we need to be receiving from Tina, uh, and not in a good way. Not worth the hype. Exactly. Not worth the hype. Not worth the hype at all. Um, anyways, we learned that the actual tops and bottoms are top, Gottmik, Denali, and Rosé. Uh -huh. Bottoms, Candy, Simone, and Tina. Mm. Um, actual bottom two, Candy and Simone, which I think is just I think it's, it's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. Yeah, Simone does not belong down there. It's Tina for sure. But who is it up to? RuPaul. RuPaul! Anyways, the girls lip sync to Boss by Fifth Harmony. Mm. Um, Simone definitely winning the lip sync. Uh, Candy just looks messy. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about with this dress when I was talking about that earlier. She literally gets down on the ground and flops around just like messy in this dress and the dress is swallowing her during this whole uh disaster of a lip sync she's like flopping around literally flopping around and i'm not saying that just because she's an overweight queen she is literally just flopping around yep. like and she's not dancing simone is walking the stage back and forth and, and candy spent most of the lip sync that we, we were shown laying on the floor like yeah on what on her knees or on the floor is like that doesn't make any sense you're not dancing you're not showing us anything you're literally just like twirling and you're not even twirling around or doing splits or anything like that you're just laying on the floor like <clears throat> it was not a good lip sync at all and it makes me very mad yeah it was <clears throat> it was me, good sorry. for simone yeah it simone was. gave a good lip sync performance and, and she got to show off that she can lip sync yes uh, anyways, we learned the fin final results of that lip sync, and... Simone uh, is the winner. Simone is the winner, and Candy sashays away. But does she? No! No, because RuPaul fucks everything <clears throat> up and does a double save as she's walking away. She says, oh wait, you're hugging people and crying, but you're gonna stay here, bitch. And uh, my problem with this is, if that's what you were gonna fucking do, RuPaul, just, just do it do at the it beginning. Already. Why Don't are you gonna... give us all the hope of Candy going home. Exactly. Oh my god. I was so ready for her to go home. And the fact that, like, she was about to be sent home, I was like, this is yes, happening. Finally, get but out. What You're was just sad ruining the competition. Is that I had already kind of spoiled it for myself on Twitter. I didn't see who was in the bottom. I just saw that it was a double Shantae. And I was like, all right. And then whenever they both put both of them in the bottom, I was like, Candy's going to stay. And then whenever, like, they started eliminating her, I was like, was Twitter wrong? And then she saved her. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, seriously? Yeah. <clears throat> she did not win that lip sync at all. Uh, Simone definitely beat the fuck out of her. Um, she was a sloppy, messy queen, and she's been in the bottom twice now. Like, twice. just send her home. Get send her home. Her. She's not doing what you want her to do. Uh, and uh, I was watching this TikTok about this straight guy that watches Drag Race. Question mark. <laughs> uh, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's forced to. And he was like. They're just bringing uh, 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 candy for the ratings. And I was like, this bitch knows. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Candy's here for the ratings. That's why RuPaul All was like, I'm is. not ready for you to go. Is When she says that, that's exactly what that means to me. Is she's saying, uh, I'm not ready for you to go because I'm making money off of you being ridiculous. So yeah. come back. So that's what she's going to get a Vanjie moment. She's going to make it to the top four. And then go home. She's not going to win. She better not win. I would be so pissed if she won. That's and I've stupid. said it before, and I'll say it again. I will stop watching this show if Candy wins. I will not watch that. I mean, I will not not watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I will not not watch. I'll that. be bitter about it. But I'll be angry. I'll be angry. And I will remember write a like to RuPaul. I'll remember later on that like I don't want to ever rewatch season thirteen. My my email <laughs> will say RuPaul re 
fracking. Refracking. Hey. <laughs> what hey, the fuck did you do? It's me again. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, yeah, so then we end up having both of them stay, and I'm just like, ma'am. Stop. Stop it. Please stop. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we that's two episodes in one thing. There you go. How we long is it? it? That is two hours. Two hours, minutes. and we did two episodes. Normally, one episode is two hours. Yeah, I know. So the fact that we did two episodes in one hour. We're uh, hustling, baby. I'm. <gasps> Our water might get fixed tomorrow at 3 p.m. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Uh, you, you got really excited, so I thought that you were going to say Bimini Bamboulash. Bimini Bamboulash. Oh! <laughs> Me too. There you go. That's better, right? Uh, Yeah. So I, I just got a text from my landlord that said that, so I was very excited. Yeah, we might get ours fixed tomorrow. Too. Yeah! Yeah! We're going to get some water. Um, yeah, so I love doing two episodes for this, so we got those done for you guys. So you guys get to listen to us talk about both episodes. Uh, yeah, um, but I'm tired of talking. I'm ready to go. Well, we did three podcasts technically really in, in one day so we did it again hey, hey queen uh well let's wrap this up then yeah. uh we'll give a shout out to our sister podcast let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff uh because i just popped in on let's talk about gay stuff for our new segment or their new segment whip her snap her uh where i talk about the youth culture uh last month i talked about spongebob and how it was Relatable to the gays and, you know, all the peeps, uh, the the youths. The youths. Uh, and then this month, I'm talking about Jojo Siwa. So if you would like to hear me talk about who Jojo Siwa is and how she is related to the gay community. And also, I just have to say, I did plan on researching her before she came out. So you'll hear me talk about that on the podcast. Uh, but we have a really good episode, uh, especially since we hadn't seen each other in a week and a half at that point. So we were all sitting around kikiing and having fun. Uh, so that's uh, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff.com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Instagram and Facebook and Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. You want to send us an email and let us know what we're doing, uh, how you feel about it, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. Of course, we also have to thank our <clears throat> mother. 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 <laughs> Mother. Our spoopy podcast. Yes. Our spoopy podcast bringing you the spoops and goops and gaggeries and murders and <laughs> everything that you love that is frightening. Yes. That's at our spoopy podcast uh, on Facebook. <laughs> what the what hell? The hell? <laughs> our Instagram. spoopy. Instagram. Okay, wait. <clears throat> our spoopy podcast on Instagram. Our spoopy on Twitter. Twitter. And our spoop on Facebook. Drop us a line at. Our spoopy podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. We'd also like to thank our OG uh, sponsor. Sponsor. Economy Works. Economy Works. Economy Works. Uh, it's loading. It's getting there. We're getting there. Uh, then we're here. Um, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works, a freelance talent network that con- connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works, when we work, the, the Economy, Economy Works! works! Find out more about Economy Works at 
economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, well, you get two episodes of Drag Race in this a little moment here. Uh, we also get to talk about all the tea Juicy and shit tea. and the, where we've been for the past week. <laughs> I've been asleep. Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of the best things is just falling asleep in the middle of the day. So <laughs> I wish. I wish. I had to entertain children. Chilms, chilms. Uh, like, well, you guys can't watch Miraculous. Let's color let's, for four hours. Let's act it out. Hell of a... <laughs> um, should we tell our fans to get, get Ruby, Ruby with it? it? 